Hello, this is Brandon from Marking Out. This week, David is not uh, joining us because he accidentally glued his penis to a mirror. But we do hope that you enjoy this show. Regardless, that's one. Enjoy. Hey, y'all, this isn't Dixie Carter. This is Microsoft Sam, and you're listening to Marking Out. This is... Welcome to a brand new episode of the only online listening experience in the world today, Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 183, 183, I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I uh, guess I should make an interesting note that this is exactly one year to the day that I did my solo uh, show, my one-man brand show, I guess you could say, uh, that, that mentioned a lot of Justin Gabriel, but uh, what am I to do? I am doing awesome as always. As you heard in the intro before the show, Dave is not with us. Uh, we are joined by a special... Not really special, no offense. Thanks. Guest host, uh, he's guest hosted before, Mike, you could uh, hear him on past episodes. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? Don't follow me on Twitter, because it's not really me, if I if there is a Twitter out there. Well, how are you doing? I'm doing uh, awesome, I guess, not as always. Everybody's, everybody comes on the show and says they're doing awesome. It's like, I don't know. But uh, we'll, we'll kick it off with some questions and comments. Uh, this first one is from B. Montan B. He says, Great podcast, as always. If you're wondering, I did respond to Jason on Twitter saying that I will be at Hotter Than Hell with brand new signs supporting Ultimo Maya and the greatest man that ever lived, Brian Vitko. Follow me on Twitter at NYWC underscore sign guy. Uh, so thank you for clearing that up. Uh, you want to you want to take the next one? Yeah, I got the next one. All right, the next uh, question slash comment is from Jason Linick. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, as always, I can't say enough good things about marking out. Keeps me laughing and enjoying my long commutes. A lot going on right now, in my opinion. But some of the things I want to touch on were number one, with Fergil Devitt coming to WWE, will he end up becoming Prince or keeping his real name? What do you think we can expect from him?" How long does he stay in NXT with Kenta before they're called up? Let's let's answer that first. You have no idea who Fergal Devitt is. Did you I, have no I, idea who... But, but I did pronounce it right. Fergal. Okay, I, I assume that's what it is. And oh, you have no okay. idea who Kenta is, but that's fine. Oh, you know what? Before we answer this, we should go into the history, I guess, of who Mike is. Yeah, I guess it's finally time for you guys to learn uh, <laughs> my, my checkered past. Yeah. Well, he clearly, he doesn't watch wrestling today. Well, Although I, he did watch yeah. wrestling this past week. And, and I try to keep up a little bit, you know. Uh, however, when we were kids, I met Michael in camp. 
No, Michael. Nice. Yeah, I almost said not concentration, but everybody knows that. That's really fucked up to say. I apologize if I offended any of my fellow Jews out there. But, uh, yeah, so we met in camp. We liked wrestling. And uh, then he broke two of my wrestling figures. Uh, for the record, it was Shane McMahon and Shawn Michaels in the suit pants that were as stiff as shit. They, they so, weren't bone-crunching action. But well, you know what? I tried to bone-crunch, and it didn't really work out. Yes, yeah, so he broke those. And uh, then a few years later, actually a bunch of years later... I was like 13. 13 what? I was 13 when this next thing happened. So... Just so people don't judge me. Two or harshly. three years later. No, that is very fucking... Judge him away. We're chilling in my room, whatever, and uh, all of a sudden, he leaves, and he was with a group of people. They all left. And I go into my closet, I'm like, huh, something looks different. And I notice my autographed, signed Hasbro, well, autographed means signed, my autographed Hasbro million dollar man figure is missing. And I'm like, what, where the fuck could it have been? So I hit him up, I'm like, yo, my figure's missing, did so-and-so take it? He's like, nah, so-and-so wouldn't have taken it, this other kid must have taken it. (laughs) Putting the blame completely on this other kid. And I'm like, there's no way. And uh, my mom called his mom, and she's like, my son would never steal this, that, blah, blah, blah. Turns out, he took the fucking figure, and he claims he was going to leave a ransom note and everything, or, no. or make a ransom note. You could explain yourself. My, I wasn't going to keep it, okay? But I, my point was, if you're going to steal something from somebody, why steal something like an autograph? Don't you think he would come to my house like oh, a few weeks later or something and notice, huh? You know, that million-dollar man figure you have on your wall uh, has the same placement of an autograph as the one that I just lost. But why, why would you do it? I don't know. I was 13. I was going through a klepto phase. Leave me alone. So you were taking... You were stealing from people. Yeah, well, no. Just from you. What else did you take? I was joking. I didn't he take took anything. my Sims game, no, too. It no, swears it's not no. mine. <laughs> you never gave it to me. I Yes, I did. I, I asked you... him for it. He refused to let me borrow he it. He swears that, that he had somebody else's Sims game. I had Jason's. It was my Sims game. You guys don't know Jason, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> that's really messed up. What if he listens to this? He's not going to listen. He might. He's not going to listen. But anyway, that's that's the story of him. And then the, so, the next time I spoke to him... Now we're best friends, of course. I wouldn't say best friends. Well, at least you've forgiven me. <laughs> I still haven't forgiven you. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, you, you were ha- you're on temporary unbanned from the house. So. Yeah. Thanks for uh, just, you know, clearing the air there. Yeah. But uh, the next time that I actually spoke to him was like 17 years later. That's not true at all. <laughs> no, well, it's close. Not really 17, but... After that? Yeah, probably like five years. I'm pretty sure we talked in high school. No, we, we never spoke we during high school. We didn't hang out, but we talked. We never spoke in high school. I don't know, man. We actually, both, we might have We were both watching there. wrestling and stuff. Not I stopped watching know. wrestling in like 2004 when we were both in like ninth or 10th grade. Yeah. But, but, but what he doesn't know is that I stole from his house. Well, and I'm here to finally admit that and give you back the item. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Well, you can imagine, right? Uh, I took your Derek Jeter sign card and ripped it uh, up. I don't have a sign card. That's because I have it now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't steal. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking about stealing something, only steal somebody's heart. Or virginity. Really? Why not? That doesn't sound. I don't. I don't that doesn't sound right. That sounds too rapey. <laughs> yeah. I never right, want to say that word on the show. Don't but. don't steal it. Anyway, uh, going back to Jason's question. Oh right, there was a question. Uh, Prince Debit, I really hope it's it's a it's a weird thing because it's like Kenta is in there now. He's Kenta Kobayashi, I think, and uh, 
I would rather just see Devitt come in as Devitt, like just Devitt. If it's whether it's Fergal, I don't want who Fergal. What kind of name is that? Not no offense to him, because that's his real name. But yeah, I just I would rather hear Devitt. Devitt sounds pretty good. Yeah, and Prince Devitt, I'm fine with that. I just prefer Devitt. Remember Prince Iakea? Yeah, just I felt like a name drop right there. Yeah. Okay. Remember Prince Nana? No. Nope. Should know. I should I keep going now? Are you done yes. with that question? Okay. Uh, number two uh, was, what are your thoughts on the comments by Paul Heyman in regards to Punk never lacing up boots again, and if he did come back to WWE, he would be ashamed of his work? I know it's a topic that has been beaten to death, but have we seen the last of Punk in any sort of wrestling company? Thanks, guys. Don't forget NYWC later this month. Glad to hear Sign Guy is going to be attending. I won't, but you already know that. Jason at Linux on Twitter, P.S. I can't be the only one who wants a new marking out shirt, whether it says regardless with That's your logo two. or the logo on the front with all fisting, no fury on the back for Brandon's summer concert series. Thoughts on a new shirt? Imagine there was a shirt that said all fisting, no fury, and like on the back it was like Queen, Madison Square Garden, Just like Frampton, every, Jones Beach. Every concert that you went to this summer? Yeah. What are your thoughts on CM Punk? He, he walked away. January, that was the last time we saw him in WWE. Right, I remember him leaving. So uh, he, he walked away. And he hasn't been seen any in any wrestling company since or anything? Nope. Just on the red carpet of a award show. And How old is he now? He's got to be 30-something, 30 33 maybe. Yeah. Not that old. Yeah. Well, but, did he like say? Did he ever say anything about leaving the company? I mean, uh, the uh, well, industry? he tried to do it in 2011, I think it was, and they gave him the championship, and uh, he came back, but he's worn out. I don't blame him for leaving. I don't think it was wrong of him to do what he did. He wasn't <laughs> happy with where he was going, the direction WWE was going with him. No, but so. the question asked if you could see if you think we'll see him in any wrestling companies. Yeah, I don't. I really don't. Or is he just done? He could just be done. He could just be taking time off. It's pro wrestling. So, I mean, we've seen guys walk away from it all and say, oh, I'm never, ever going back. And 10 years later, maybe, look at that. Listen, Sting Sting is with WWE. Yeah. Anything can happen. So, yeah, absolutely. Anything can happen. So, never say never. You just said it twice. Yeah, but it's the phrase is never say never. Yeah, but it's a stupid phrase because it's not you a said stupid it twice. phrase. You never say it never. Twice. It doesn't matter if I say it twice. This just phrase never, says never and tells you never, never to say, say it. Never say never is like you, yeah. you're not no. supposed to say never after you I say the phrase. Understand. After you say the phrase, never say never. But it's a dumb phrase. It's not a dumb phrase. Okay. Regardless, that's three. I don't know why I said regardless, which is just now like four. just like uh, the early bird gets the worm, but good things come to those who wait. I never understood that. The early bird wakes up and gets the worm, but good things come to those who wait. Yeah, people, not birds. Okay, free birds maybe, but they have to look out for stones. Yeah, because you could kill one with two of them. <laughs> nope, you could kill <laughs> I don't kill two with one of them. Switch that reverse. Yeah. Up next, we have a comment. Oh, I don't hate that he wrote this. He has a question and a comment from Dave the Rave. Which we're glad to see that he's able to use a computer in his current condition. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Ouch. Thank you, Brandon and Blank, which I could fill in with Mike, for recording the podcast. Yeah, okay. Yeah, kidding. Okay. For recording the podcast this week. I apologize for being unable to record. But it's finals week. That's in air quotes, by the way. (laughs) That's what he's telling people. I have some questions, though. I know you'll have a great episode. Thanks, Dave. Number one, with SmackDown rumored to be moving to Thursday nights, 
Do you think people up at... What? Wait, I read it, didn't Where I? did you just go? <laughs> the next line. <laughs> Do you think it'll be one of the final nails in the coffin for TNA? Read that they were moving people up at... it. What the fuck? Are you okay? You want me to read this? Yeah, Are you because his grammar's wrong. Are you having a stroke? His grammar is incorrect. I'm reading it along with you. Read and I can that they were moving people up. Read that they at, were. Read that oh they my were. God. Moving people up at its last it's, Manhattan Center It event. is. Last Manhattan Center Okay, event. so you put an apostrophe. Okay. And that made you mess up the whole sentence. Yes. Grammar's right. very important to when I'm reading a sentence. All right, continue, please. But they were moving people up at the Manhattan Center event and even giving away tickets outside. How come we didn't go? Yeah, well, I don't understand why he didn't tell us this that yeah. if he heard it. Thanks a lot, Dave. Unfucking believable. I wanted to see the Hardys and the Dudleys. I 100% wanted to see them. Also read that TNA signed the United signed with United Talent Agency. So whatever TV deal is now cut, what am I doing here? Why is this so difficult for me to read right now? So whatever so TV deal, yeah, go ahead, whatever. Okay. Start with also read. Okay, no, I'm not going, okay, yeah. Also read that TNA signed with United Talent Agency, so whatever TV deal is now cut, TNA must give 15% of that deal to the agency, which, I mean, public access, what's 15% of nothing, right? <laughs> um, this all means less profit in what could have been a big money maker. If you were in charge of TNA, how would you save it, or at least prevent having to shut down? I can't see Dixie Carter reducing her product to a Ring of Honor or... Dragon Gate USA slash Valve level. Thank you. Would you reduce merchandise production? Switch to local television or an internet-only show similar to how WWE NXT on Hulu? Yeah, his grammar really is really bad. Well, don't make him feel bad. Jeez. Well, I mean, how much worse could you feel after you glue your penis to a mirror? <laughs> there was that one time he did a pie, so... Okay. Uh, should I go on to two, or you want to just no, we'll start tackle with this one first. first? We'll tackle one. Okay. Um, what could they do to save TNA? Start over? 100% get Dixie Carter off television, which I feel like that was their out this past week on TNA with her going through the table, and them now all of a sudden breaking news, Dixie Carter broke her back. They should switch back to the six-sided ring. It gave them like some kind of an edge. Wow, try and keep up. What? They switched back? <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? Yeah. I don't watch. So they switched back to the How six-sided ring. How long did they do ring. that? They just started at the Manhattan Center show uh, last, uh, last month. So I'm not that far off. Right. Okay, well, that's good. So there's that. There's also, you need better storylines yeah, and the more writer, believable things. The writers there aren't good. I don't, like, I don't want to say that. They had, there was that whole, all of a sudden a story came out that Vince Russo was working for them. That's what killed WCW. But now David was pissed off at me for saying, oh, Vince Russo killed two companies. Because he's like, how could you say Russo killed it? You don't know what he did there, blah, blah, blah. WCW? Well, but either or. Like, I don't know what he did at WCW. Didn't Russo know. become, like, the main, like, book, uh, yeah. booker? He was Bookie? champion also. So. Well, so was David Arquette. Which David Arquette hated. I mean, I know towards the end, like, Nash and them... They, uh, they Everybody ran, ran the asylum yeah. and ruined it. But Russo, I mean... Maybe it's just coincidence, but as soon as Russo went, WCW just went down the computer. Yeah, and Russo was in TNA before, and a lot of the stuff was shit. And then we were really happy with Dave Lagana. I don't know. What could you do to save it? He says, David's like, what could you do? Cut merchandise? What merchandise production are they doing now? They won't even produce ringtones. Are they still making figures? Yeah, but I don't think that's... 
they like release it like every seven years. Yeah, it seems. Jacks is probably kicking themselves for that one. Yeah, well, but I think I think TNA could maybe benefit for being on something like Hulu. But I don't want to see them necessarily sign with Hulu because then I won't be able to watch. They need it. something fresh and new. It's like. It's like when ECW came, like was around, it was so big because it was so different. You have to find something that will make people say, wow, what is this? I need to watch this. Which there are a lot of independent wrestling companies out there that people are saying that yeah, but about. TNA already has more, you know, uh, you know, more of a reputation around. Right. Ring of Honor has a TV deal, a local TV deal. Maybe TNA needs something. I don't know. I don't know what. There's no answer. Listen, if we no. had the answer, we'd be working for TNA right now. So. Right. Up next, Dave goes. The oh, image. You're good to read this. Yeah. Okay. The image that they released of John Cena in WWE 2K15 looks so realistic. With these graphics, which WWE superstars' entrances are you most excited to see during the roster reveal? Now, 2K15 in general. We're gonna talk about it a little later. No, we'll talk about it all right now. You just want to talk about it. Yeah, all might right as well now. just talk about it right now. Okay. Uh, well, any entrances you really want to see? I mean... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what entrance I like. Are there any new ones since last year that you're really excited Bray about? Bray Wyatt. The Wyatt family. There you go. I would, I'm really wondering how they're going to do that. Does um, I would Stardust like to see, have a... No, that's entrance? too soon. No. That's probably they're too soon. They're not going to put Stardust in, you don't think? I don't think so. I, think, I don't even know if Zack Ryder will make the cut. He was off TV this whole year. Yeah. He better be in the game. I'll be But he's furious. still like one of their best-selling wrestlers, isn't he? Yeah, but what is... He wasn't on the leak roster, right? No. Yeah. That's, and, but that's, I don't understand. That leak roster was That horrible, leak though. roster, Stan Besides Stasiak. Bob Backlund. If, if Stan Stasiak is in WWE 2K15 and Zack Ryder is not, I don't understand that at all. Who's going to... Not oh. one person that buys the game is even going to know who Stan Stasiak oh, is. Oh, shit. Stan Stasiak's in the game. I hope he's got his meat attire. Like, no. Nobody's going to uh, say that. Isn't that Sean Stasiak? Exactly. But people are going to, like... Oh, yeah. Associate... People still won't... People won't know Sean Stasiak either. Maybe. I would pop if Sean Stasiak somehow made it into a WWE game in with 2000. PMS. I don't know if I'd really... I wouldn't care about Terry Runnels. It'd be cool to wrestle with Jacqueline and stuff, but... Whatever. But yeah, they released a bunch of news this week for WWE 2K15. The image that David is talking about uh, is for the new generation which, of systems, uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Which Brandon's a little upset about. Well, not really. I just don't. I just want my PlayStation 3 fixed. <laughs> if anybody, seriously, if anybody knows a way to fix my PlayStation 3 without having to send it to Sony on Long Island or something... For cheap-ish. I'm, mm. I'm listening. So the other thing that was announced, right, was the uh, Hulk Hogan exclusive. Uh, yeah, that's um, disappointed. The limited edition Hulk Hogan edition. comes with those little vinyl figure. That's little yeah something I don't need. But that's only Signed on the card. new generation. Yeah, I was actually going to buy it this year. Now they said that there, there's going to be some kind of incentive for PS3 and 360 users, so hopefully it's nothing too good for us PS4 and Xbox One. Well, what... What would you be pissed off if? I don't know. Extra people on the roster, maybe. Well, that's the thing. Like, this Hulk Hogan edition automatically comes with an NWO Hogan and, like, a 2003-ish Hogan and then, via the pictures. And Hogan from the 80s looks like he's already in the game. Oh, so you think the other two were exclusives? But I don't know. Because normally how that works is 
they go and release that like a few months later down the line yeah. for $1.99 or whatever. Yeah, but they might not even make the models on PS3 and That better not be the case. How am I going to have Sting in the game this year and not have NWO Hogan? You're not going to even play because you don't have a PS3. I'm going to get it fixed before Just October. get a PS4. I'm not pl- paying for a uh, PS4. You're going to have to eventually. I would rather pay $100 to fix my PlayStation 3 than pay $400, $500 for a PlayStation 4. I don't suit yourself. Um, and didn't you hear a rumor about the uh, the story mode this year being cut into split into two? I didn't see a rumor. They released it on IGN. Oh, that was actually confirmed. Yeah. First uh, of all, they have career mode. My career. What is it from Two K Games? Yeah, the Two K. What is it NBA called? Two K. My career. So they have my career is exclusive to the next generation system. So what, do you make a superstar? And yeah, and I guess you go through NXT and then make your way up. That's pretty cool. Which sucks that it's not on the old generation yeah. system. But, but I've been saying, I mean, the last which couple... Which are still basically new generation systems, you motherfucking Yeah, but it's like what they assholes. did with PlayStation 2. Cheap once, bastards. Once PlayStation 3 came out, they didn't really care anymore about it. It makes PS2. no sense. But, um, no, the last, I was saying, the last couple of games, like, the story modes were cool because, you know, obviously, I lived through most of it. I was, the Attitude Era, and then... It wasn't even... But you need more of, like, a storyline, like a, an original storyline. Well, now they have two, apparently, what is it, two rivals or whatever that they're going to do? with yeah, like right. Instead of having so a whole broad spectrum of WrestleMania 1985 to WrestleMania 2012 or though, 2013. That wasn't that great, because then you wound up using the same wrestlers over and over again. It's going to be whatever it's going to be is going to be one storyline in depth so in depth that it's going to be like a documentary or something right. watching two rivalries but hopefully the ri- hopefully even if the rivalry is the main focus it it's, branches it has out. to it has to 100% branch no, out no but like uh, because week after week you never you never saw rock versus stone cold over and over no, again no but 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 then does every single match involve either the rock or stone cold against other people or could they have other matches that weren't involved i don't know well, will the happen? mean street posse make the cut i mean what two feuds would you want to see if they ha- if it was just two? I'm, I would hope something with Sting. Right. What I was going to say is I hope that one of them is Sting and Hollywood Hogan. Just based off the fact that uh, Ultimate Warrior was in the game last year and was the same type of deal with uh, that Sting has. And yeah. Well, he could still be in the in the. In the well, like Ultimate Warrior, mode, Ultimate Warrior was involved in the story mode. Right. And you couldn't use him unless you had the download code. So. Couldn't use them in exhibition anymore. Right, in exhibition. But so. yeah, but if it would be cool if they did Sting and Hollywood Hogan, they could include a lot of WCW stuff, maybe some WCW superstars and arenas and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you got Kevin Nash, you got Scott Hall, you got Macho Man. I'm dying for the disco in front of me. Scott Steiner, you got Miss Elizabeth, you got I Buff think, Bagwell. I think that's enough. You got Booker T. Okay. You got Stevie Ray. <laughs> I don't know. You got a bunch of people. Yeah, there are some good people. Up next, you got we got a question comment from Jasmine. Hey guys, you guys put out another awesome episode this week. Thanks so much for that. I thought I sent in a question last week, but I guess that either didn't go through or I was so tired that I didn't actually press post. I think it was about how Del Rio's music had been changing from the one he had at first to the second one, which sounded similar but started with the beating of drums. I wanted to know which what uh, I wanted to know what you guys thought about that. Uh, first of all, I have no idea what they're doing with Del Rio's music. I don't know why. Like I was so puzzled when they first when when they I don't know when was it maybe two months ago three months ago maybe. 
all of a sudden they they switched back from his new music to the old music randomly and then like the next week he had the new theme again and it's been like an ongoing thing and it was like the weirdest thing well it's a moot point now but well yeah we'll get to that in a second yeah uh she also goes on to say i also wanted to hear your thoughts on some rumors going around that smackdown may be moving to thursday nights I don't know if they're true or not, but either way, I wanted to know what you guys think would happen if it was actually moved. I kind of like NXT on Thursday, so it would be pretty weird, I guess. Thanks again, the amazing online... Thanks again for the amazing online listening experience. I look forward to hearing more. At Reverse Enemsage. You might as well read her other comment, too. Well, let's... No, no, it's a continuation. Just read the rest of it. Well, this is strange. I just posted this, and just seconds later, I learned that Del Rio is released because of unprofessional conduct and apparently altercation. Oh, and uh, and an apparent altercation he had with an employee. It's late at night, folks. Give me some credit here. It's like four in the afternoon. It's not four in the <laughs> afternoon. It's like twenty past eight, nine thirty. That's real late. For me, it is. I, I wake up in the morning. <laughs> anyway, that really sucks, is what she uh, yeah with went an uns- to say. unhappy face. So first, uh, she wants to know about SmackDown maybe being. Leaked. I really hope. First of all, let me tell you that their pictures got leaked online of production trucks that that have Thursday SmackDown. I never understood why they moved it to Friday. I don't either. Nobody's going to watch on a Friday night. I mean, I would much now rather have DVR, but back when it first moved, I yeah. mean, DVR wasn't that big. But I would first I would rather much rather them have it just stay on Fridays. Why? Because in the fall, coming like in the fall and the winter too actually, it, all the TV, TV shows I watch are okay, on Okay, again, we just went over that there's DVR. Yeah, but I watch on both two channels. So get a better DVR box. No, I don't need a better DVR box. I need WWE watch. SmackDown to not move to Thursday nights. Also, I'm pretty upset. I learned that they don't put the episodes of Raw and SmackDown up on the network right away. Yeah, I don't know that about was that. Because that was my plan, was to watch them on the network. Yeah, that was your plan B. That didn't work out. Except you don't really have that. Oh, that's your plan A, I should say. Yeah. Plan B was YouTube. Yeah, that was fun. But you don't understand the reference because you don't watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about SmackDown? Yeah, it should go back to Thursday because that's awesome. And plus, I'm you saying you're not going to even watch though. Well, I know, but I don't know. It's just I have like, to watch the new TV show with the mother from How I Met Your Mother. N- the mother? Oh, nobody is watching wrestling on a Friday night unless you're like under the age of ten years old. Thanks. Well, because I should or, be watching it right now. Or your name I'm, is Brandon. I'm recording the show right now because I love my fans. Well, I'm not. I don't love my fans. I like my fans. I have an understanding with her. <laughs> We're acquainted. Yeah. Uh, but the Del Rio thing, out of nowhere, released. Yeah, he was misused. And I don't for, even watch that slapping, much. I know he was for misused. slapping a social media somebody in the social media department of WWE. Did he tweet something out? No, I don't think so. But I don't, I don't, definitely don't buy it, first of all. If, if I do, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough to say. Life's tough, you know? Well, let me let me throw you a question. What do you think he's is the next step for Alberto Del Rio? Well, if he is released, then absolutely going back as Dos Caras Jr. Anywhere. You don't have a place you could see him going? Mexico, probably. Yeah. But 
the reason why I kind of think it's a work, maybe, is because WWE tweeted out saying, uh, Viva Del Rio is responsible for his own actions. If you're angry at anyone, be angry at Alberto. There's no excuse for a pro athlete not to conduct themselves in a professional manner. Why would WWE tweet that and tag him? Like, why would they go ahead and look like a childish person by tweeting that? Mm, I don't know. Maybe they were just upset at all the heat they were getting for releasing him. I genuinely think that it was... I, I can't see it being true. Why would Del Rio get released? I don't know. Have they ever done something like that before? Like, uh, Release Shawn Michaels kicks Stan in the face. I know he kicks Stan. No, I'm saying, like, put something up on, like, WWE.com, like, as, gra- as, like, breaking news, and it was, like, a work. Probably. Like, I know they put the Vince thing on, but that was after it happened on Raw or whatever. What, him? When it got, when his limo blew up. Yeah. Like, that was a work, but they put that up after it happened on the show, like. There has to be stuff news. like that. But, and everyone's like, oh, the, the news sites are like, oh, they didn't have... His real name wasn't used. They said Alberto Del Rio was released. But if you go back and look at the last group of roster that was released. They used their real names? No, Kurt Hawkins. Uh, uh, I was almost a Jewosaurus, whatever. <laughs> Funkasaurus, Brodus Clay was released. They didn't say their real names, so I don't know. Only time will tell. And then uh, we have another question. We have a Twitter question here. You know you have from, one on the website. Yeah. Right? Okay. From DrewFem97 on Twitter. Bleacher Report released an article with the records of WWE superstars this year, and one stuck out to me. Sandow has three wins. Thoughts on how far he's fallen? Well, I've said it that in order to build somebody up, you got to break it down sometimes. And uh, I don't really think that WWE... I, I think WWE has some sort of plan with him. The fact that he's going out there every week dressed as a different gimmick and uh, getting over with that, I got to feel like WWE knows what they're doing with this. Yeah, and, sometimes losing helps you get over. But it's not like he's a he's a heel that's losing, so it's weird. Yeah, but it's getting it's getting him support. Maybe it'll maybe it'll lead to a, a face turn. But I'm I don't know what they're doing. Everybody I really Gilbert. He never won. I don't know. I really, yeah, he was light heavyweight champion. Yeah. I really do hope that there's something big for him. They've kept him in the company this long, so you never know. Okay. Should I, uh, you could go, go ahead back to the second. Yeah. Okay. And our last uh, question comment is from Royd Rage Rory. He says Dave owns, but I believe he means owes the entire Mark and Out community. My fans. An apology for stating that Cena is one of the better. Better. Yeah. Better wrestlers on the roster. I didn't want to correct them. <laughs> uh, I demand a public apology and money towards WWE 2K15. Sorry, Dave's not here. Uh, He'll oh, hear it. Oh, Del Rio getting fired was best for business. Next, let's get rid of Sheamus, Ryback, Big Show, Kane, and Mark Henry. I'm sure I can keep naming off names, but I have weights to lift. Get big and keep shooting the roids. <laughs> you know, that's pretty good advice, actually. Keep shooting the roids. HGH isn't banned. Oh, yeah? How is it? How's it banned? 
What do you mean? You said it's illegal. It is illegal. It makes no sense. Unless you're prescribed for like actual reasons. Larry King uses HGH. This kid didn't know that anabolic steroids were illegal. It doesn't make sense as to why steroids are legal or illegal. It's like any other drug. You can't get it without a prescription, without medical reasons. Yeah, okay. You get a prescription. Yeah. I want to look bigger. Medicinally, it's legal. It makes no sense. If you want plastic surgery, why is that legal? America's you want to look cooler. America's a backwards country sometimes. I but if I want a bigger muscle, why can't I shoot yeah, something but, into my veins? But give it, me a it gives you muscle. roid rage. Look at him. Roid rage Rory. He's not even yelling. He had an exclamation point though. Yeah. But I don't agree with you. I don't agree with the Seamus Ryback. Big Show, he could... Uh, I guess Big Show, it's time to retire. Just become an ambassador for WWE. Same thing with Kane and Mark Henry. They could just retire and, and be ambassadors. There's... Really nothing left for them to do in WWE. Kane would still be interesting if they didn't completely ruin his character. Yeah, but he's up there in age. There's really, There really is nothing more for him to do. He's just there to help other people get over at this point. So Hey, wrestling is something that you, know, you could do well into your 40s. Yeah, 40s. obviously. I mean, look at the F- Ric Flair. He's still going. Not yeah. really wrestling. But I, I was going to say, I wouldn't really call what he used to do wrestling, but... Oh, so you're one of those? I think he's very entertaining, but in the ring... There's a lot of people who yell. You know what? As a storyteller in the ring, he's great, but uh, when it comes to actual wrestling skills, I don't think he really... Right, but that's not what you need to become a pro wrestler, so... Yeah, well, he was good. So thank you very much for the questions and comments this week. Uh, Be sure to leave them next week. We answer and read them all. I almost said everything, but all came out. Okay. Yeah, so thank you for that. Uh, let's let's uh, start the show and move on to WWE SmackDown, shall we? Yeah? Sure. Sounds like a plan. Do you want to start with the goods, the bads, the middles? Uh, well, let's start with the middles because there was only one of them. Okay. So R-Truth defeated Bo Dallas via disqualification. Uh, he wouldn't uh, stop punching R-Truth in the corner. Yeah, and that was... Kind of weak. Yeah, he continued to attack R-Truth after the match, but this whole segment, in my opinion, made R-Truth look very weak. Because, like, why is he not... How could Bo Dallas beat him up and just R-Truth isn't going to defend himself? Yeah, well... It doesn't make sense. They were just trying to put over Bo Dallas. And even even before that, like, R-Truth beat him on Raw, and now he just... Boom. Well, it put him into a fit of rage. But like, he gets uh, the Roy crap rage, kicked uh, out of him and he can't even fight back? Come on, bro. It's WWE. That bro wasn't me calling you, bro, by the way. It was I understood. To our truth. I understood. <laughs> yeah, so let's move on to the bads. Okay. Uh, there was a Randy Orton promo, and I just I don't understand why they need to give him all this time that, that takes up so much time and for him to just cut a promo in the ring... They could do that. Am I the only one that finds him annoying on the mic? No. Everything that he says is like the most like unbelievable like like jibber jabber. I guess I don't even know if that's even a real term. Jibber yeah. jabber. I mean, I don't understand. Like they they gave him that much time to lay down a challenge for Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, and I think they could have done that a lot faster than they did. And these Randy Orton promos, they're they've changed. They have changed. But they're still not what I want to hear. You know what I mean? He got. He has to drop that whole Viper gimmick. It's getting old. 
Well, I don't know. I think he'd retire with that. Yeah? I don't know, because that's like all he ever talks about now. Being a viper and all the venom and everything. Well, that's your gimmick. you got to sell it. It's not even a gimmick. How's it not? Stone Cold like, was the rattlesnake. But that's not a gimmick. What is it? His gimmick was like, if you could say, okay, Texas Redneck, that was more of a gimmick. It's just a nickname. I don't know. I could say that the Viper Randy Orton is a gimmick. I don't agree. Leave us a, a comment. Who do you agree with? I'd say leave us. You're not going to be here next week. I'll read the comments. <laughs> and maybe I will come on next yeah, week. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Hopefully not. Thanks. As my fans are saying. So anyway, the other bad uh, on SmackDown this week, uh, AJ defeated Rosa Mendez. In about like four seconds. Yeah. That was the dumbest fucking thing. Yeah, literally just put her in the Black Widow and won. And that yeah. was it. And then, oh, is, isn't that when Paige uh, attacked her afterwards? Yeah, AJ was on the stage and Paige threw her off. She threw her off like a, a six-inch stage and she was apparently knocked out. Yeah, she felt like maybe, what, one she foot? Took a, she took a nap. One foot, two feet. And WWE then has the balls and nerve to report that she's injured. Yeah. I've fallen from two feet. She, I've scraped, she scraped her knee. Maybe AJ should have had life alert. <laughs> But I don't understand. How believable is that? How could somebody fall? Like if I could, I could get on my couch right now and fall off and not hurt myself. How how believe? How am I supposed to believe that? Shane McMahon can jump off a Titantron. Right? <laughs> <laughs> how am I supposed to believe that? I don't understand how AJ was knocked out from falling two feet. She didn't know. hit her head. No, she didn't. Are there any horse socks? Is anybody listening is anybody to me? Anybody even listening to me? All right, no, and that bro, brings us over to the goods. Yeah, Jack Swagger defeated Cesaro. Uh, right off the bat, I do not understand Cesaro's theme song change. Why, 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 why would you go from having that... First of all, I didn't like the theme song, the new theme song to begin with. But I don't understand why you would go from an air raid siren to a foreign ambulance siren. Like, one is... And the other one is wee woo wee woo wee woo. It's like why? What's the significance there? He's foreign. The air raid siren at least made sense, but the f- ambulance? I don't know. I also I didn't I didn't like how quick uh, how quickly Cesaro tapped out, but at least he's making everything that he does look damn good. Yeah. And then Lana and Rusev come out after the match and challenge. Uh, Jack Swagger, right? Yep. To a flag match at SummerSlam, and he, of course, accepted the challenge. Yeah. Because otherwise, what else would be the point of making the challenge? <laughs> and, I'm sure uh, there's been challenges before. Now, is this, like, uh, is this like one of those like pole matches? Is that how they do it now I with think, the flags? Or? I think both flags will be on the corner. And whoever gets the, their own flag? No, I think it... I don't know. I do not know. The last time that. they did this was, what, 1997? Was that Sean and... Sean. I don't think it was Sean in it. I don't know. Didn't well, Sean stuck the flag in his nose, right? Was that not a flag match? No, that was just they used to carry flags oh. out. But I, I know at one pay per view they had it with the Canadian flag and the American flag. But I forgot who was in the match. How about a pinata on the pole match? That would be a lot more interesting. <laughs> no, one in. That was one of the worst matches in WCW there ever was. Oh, they had that. Yeah, it was terrible. God awful. That must have been after I stopped watching. Find that. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Because, by the way, I, I stopped watching wrestling in 04, but I stopped watching WCW in 98, because that's when it got terrible. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I stopped watching WCW. It's like, obviously, in 04, no, it wasn't a company anymore. But after, like, the middle of 98, it just got way 
way too ridiculous. I yeah, don't well, watch anymore. Uh, Once Hogan and uh, Nash wound up rejoining the NWO, that was just it was downhill from there. Yeah, uh, we also had Kane and Seth Rollins defeat Dean Ambrose via disqualification. Uh, Kane went to check uh, check out Seth Rollins during the match, and Ambrose grabbed a steel chair and hit both of them with it. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, he caught a big boot from Kane, and then Kane went to chokeslam him, but Ambrose countered it with a DDT onto the chair, and Seth Rollins, of course, ran off, but, I mean, we've seen that happen before. I'm liking the side of uh, Dean Ambrose that shows that he could take care of himself against two people, and I don't know. It's cool. I wish I had more to uh, contribute to that one, but go ahead. Yeah, it's basically like I'm doing a solo show. <laughs> But uh, after that, we had Diego defeating Fandango. During the match, I like that Diego went to do that springboard, into, or not even a springboard, like he went to do a senton into the ring or whatever, and uh, Fandango reversed it into that backbreaker. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. And uh, the end of the match came about when <clears throat> Fandango's music hit, and Summer Rae, Layla, and El Torito distracted him by dancing on the outside of the ring. Yeah, well, you know, I'd be distracted too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would I would be distracted. I mean, first of all, you have El Torito, who would just be funny to watch dance. That's not funny. But, I mean, you know, the girls don't look too bad themselves, so... What do you mean they don't look too bad? All right, they're hot. They're goddesses. And anybody, anybody watching WWE should view a diva as a goddess, except for Nicole Bass. Yeah, or jazz. Well, some people like jazz. And some people like classical. I thought you were going to say some people like Nicole Bass. I was like, ain't nobody like Nicole Bass. Somebody showed me a picture. Was that you? (laughs) (laughs) I know it wasn't her. (laughs) But you tried to tell me that it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really hot chick, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, wow, look at Nicole Bass now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know who it was. It was some hot chick, though. Anyway. Yeah. So moving on. Uh, the next match was uh, Dolph Ziggler against Alberto Del Rio, who apparently his days were numbered. Uh, the Miz was on commentary for this match. Um, there were some good spots here. Dolph hit a uh, big DDT, and uh, obviously the Miz decided to interrupt the match and start thanking more people, uh, continuation of his uh, speech from the previous week. Yeah, Del Rio uh, picked up the victory here. That's right, with a uh, schoolboy. Yeah. Does Michael use that anymore, schoolboy? Yeah, name? everybody. No, the name. Yeah. Yeah, okay. They use schoolgirl as well when girls do it. Oh, really? Michael Cole, though, I don't understand why they, why this continues every single week that this just... Oh, no, wait, this one, sorry, Del Rio won with the uh, cross arm breaker. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We, we had it mixed up. You oh, had yeah. it mixed up, and I agreed. Well, that's your fault. But Michael Cole, Michael Cole, yeah, who are you? You're not even a wrestling fan that just talks about wrestling. Michael Cole was saying the dumbest things, though, just talking about shit that nobody knows. Like, nobody was alive in the 1950s (laughs) of my generation watching pro wrestling. Nobody's going to know about these things. There's no reason to reference stuff from the 20s when you grew up, Michael Cole. Yeah, and also uh, The Miz uh, thanked Dolph Ziggler for not being as good as him, and Ziggler chased him into the crowd. That's basically it. That led to uh, Ziggler losing the match. Yeah, when Ziggler was getting back in the ring, Del Rio hit him with an enziguri and then hit that arm breaker, and and Dolph Ziggler tapped out. And uh, 
Yeah. And now the it's last. It's going to be a uh, yeah, match at SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. But the last good for SmackDown, Chris Jericho uh, versus Eric Rowan. Uh, Jericho won. Uh, Rowan would be banned from the match at SummerSlam against Bray Wyatt. Uh, yeah, before the match, Bray Wyatt cut a promo about at SummerSlam. Jericho won't save anyone. And, uh, I mean, it's a typical Chris Jericho, I mean, a typical Bray Wyatt promo. During the match, I really enjoyed that uh, Chris Jericho hit the lion salt onto Rowan's back, which I don't remember the last time we've seen him hit the lion salt onto somebody's back, because normally it's a pinning move. Yeah, not that that's really that big of a deal. Well, no, it's just a cooler move. I don't know why that would hurt Rowan more than it hurts Chris Jericho, though. You could say that about a lot of things. Yeah, it's wrestling, that's why. But anyway, um... Eric Rowan got thrown into the turnbuckle posts, and uh, Jericho hit him with the code breaker for the win. So now Eric Rowan is banned from ringside for Bray Wyatt and Chris Jericho's match at SummerSlam. And of course, SmackDown ends with Bray Wyatt coming uh, to the ring and walking away from the ring. That was yeah. exciting. Yeah. All right. Um, what do you say we move on to Raw now, Brandon? Monday night nitro. Yes, let's right. move on to Monday Night Raw. How about we you want to start with the bads? Yeah, we can start with the bads. There's a lot of bads. Not really a lot of bads. Just no. three bads. Well, first of all, the worst. Let's go with the worst out of the bads. Is the first thing. Rock Lesnar and John Cena. They have a main event title match at SummerSlam, and for now, what, two weeks in a row? Basically. We've just seen video packages. Yeah. No appearances by Cena or Lesnar. Yeah, neither of them appeared on Raw this week. Cena, I accept more because he's just off shooting a movie, but Brock just does not give a shit about being there. When was the last time they had a main event at a pay-per-view, especially a major pay-per-view like SummerSlam? And there was really no build-up. I mean, there, there's video packages. I don't know. That's supposed to play before the match. <laughs> yeah. But I, I really am, though. I'm fine with Cena not being there because of the movie. But the fact that Brock Lesnar gets paid to... Paid so much money, even. I don't know how much he's getting paid, but it's definitely a lot of money if Brock's back in WWE doing this. But for him to get paid that much money just to sit home and... Probably come back and win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at SummerSlam is just complete bullshit. It's not right. Yeah, it's going to sell tickets, quote-unquote. Everybody's going to buy the pay-per-view to see Brock fucking Lesnar, UFC crossover artist, wrestler, footballer, amateur Brock? wrestler. You, you think Brock's the one that decided that he wasn't going to be on Yes, TV? it is 100% Brock. I think WWE There's right. no possible way. WWE was just like, well, Cena's not here. There's nothing we can do about no, it. No, it's definitely Brock. Brock has limited dates in his contract. Yeah. So it's Brock. Oh, I... I'll do this. I'll, I'll take the strap at, at SummerSlam, but I'm not going to appear on this Raw, this Raw, this Raw, this Raw, this Raw, that Raw. No SmackDown completely. Absolutely not. Why would I? Why would I ever appear on SmackDown? Why would I appear anywhere else but the video promo? I'll do. I'll do this one Raw though. Is that you can pencil that in? Yeah, and that that's what that's what I feel like it is. Well. It's, and it just, just it shouldn't be. It should not. It should not be allowed like that. 
Yeah. Why, why should there be so many people, so many young talent waiting to grab that brass ring, quote-unquote? I was going to say, That's Brock's, not even true. Brock's time has passed. Why do they go through such great lengths to... Even more so, money? Brock left in the first place because he was bored with wrestling. Why are you going to have this guy come back two years ago now and just, oh, I want to do this, let's do it. Well, he went you out could pay me what, so much money. Did what he I, I suck do. in UFC. Let me come back, Vince, please. Wasn't he the heavyweight champion in UFC? Yeah, and towards the end, he was just sucking. Yeah, but he was still a heavyweight champion. That That's fixed anyway, but, so... Oh, that's fixed too now? Yeah, you didn't see the interview with Dana White? No. Yeah. He goes, well, isn't that special? Just kidding, that's Dana carving. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to the next bad. Uh, Rusev defeated Sin Cara... Yeah, on the WWE app during a commercial break, which, which was bullshit. Which is what makes it a bad. Yeah, it's the dumbest thing. But after that, Lana came out. Uh, well, Lana was out there. Lana got into the ring, though. She sang Happy Birthday to Obama in Russian. And uh, Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter came out. And uh, eventually, Jack Swagger got beat down by a Russian flag. Is it is it right to hit somebody with your country's flag? I don't know. I mean, it's probably not the proper way to use the flag. Like, I would it's, hit somebody with a 2 by 4 fella, but I wouldn't hit somebody with a... I meant tough guy. Yeah, <laughs> fella. <laughs> I would hit somebody with a 2 by 4 tough guy, but I would never hit somebody with the stars and stripes of America. Yeah, that know. might be a little disrespectful to the flag, but, I mean, who but knows how Russia. they it over in Russia. It's Ru- yeah, yeah, Russia's like, in Russia, we hit people with flag. In Russia, flag hits you. Yeah. So right. anyway, and then your uh, the last bad that we have, you have was a bad. I didn't think it was that bad. Really? Yeah. So it should be in the middles then. Well, you should have uh, discussed this with me. We did discuss it. We went over all the notes and everything. And I said, if you want to change anything, let me know. I didn't know I had, you know, those kinds of powers. I specifically said. All right, so we're going to start the middles with it then. Unbelievable. We'll end it with the middles. We'll just fucking go to the middles now. No, I'm saying this will start the middles. No, well, that's the end of Raw. Let's just go so to the end. Yeah, let's the go end. to the middles. Alright, you, you run the show. I do run the show. Because it's... Brandon show. But, uh, let's Was that take... Bobby's World? No. Oh. What was that? I wish I could do his voice. What was that? Bobby's World? My name is Bobby! I can't. I wonder how many people understood, understand it's that. It's Howie movie. Mandel. Everybody understood. Anyway, so what was that? What? That Brandon show. It's the Brandon show. Oh, you just made that? Yeah. Oh. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding no, me? it's a thing that I did. I sat in my room all summer in in tenth grade, going to eleventh grade, and recorded the Brandon show. Who uh, would do that? Now he does the same <laughs> thing, except it's called Mark now. Yeah, but anyway, I, I should. I wonder if I have those still. You should put them up on the site if you do. I don't think I would. No. No, they're like that's a super embarrassing thing. Like other people are like, yo, let's go get drunk and let's do stuff. Let's be fucking normal. 10th year old, 10th graders going into 11th grade people. This is what you get for not hanging out with me in high school. I wouldn't go hang out with you. Why? Because I don't need to hang out on an abandoned boat. People are like, oh my god, that sounds like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, it was the coolest thing ever. No, but I'd rather be in my room on a night where everybody's at like, yo, come over here, the hot girl from, from high school's throwing a party. Brandon didn't get an invite, but it's okay because he's in his room doing the Brandon show by himself it's with, all right, with you, special guest Chippendale from Chippendale Rescue Rangers. You used to have the hot girls over for barbecues, right? No, I mean, that was once. Oh. How that happened? Well, that's, that's offensive to other hot girls that came here. 
You mean to my barbecues? Why? I don't know. Because it was just sense. once. So you're saying the other no, girls just hot. Right, but that's offensive because they were. But hot. you just said the other hot girls. Popular. No, that's still fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking know. Anyway, we got way off topic. The Authority with Kane and Seth Rollins opened up Monday Night Raw. Triple H uh, repeated that the WWE Network was only was available for only nine ninety nine over and over and over again. JBL King and Michael Cole drove it into the ground, and the only thing to take away from this whole opening segment, aside from the matches that were made, was that nine ninety nine was mentioned on Raw over forty fucking times. Did you really count that? I didn't. A YouTube video did. Nice. 40 times, though. That's what you're going to remember from Monday Night Raw. You're not going to remember... Isn't that subliminal like, messaging? Uh, subliminal it was, we're really fucked with this network. Please buy the network. It's only nine ninety nine. And here I am on my show, my online listening experience, mentioning it more than once, mentioning it more than twice. I don't know why it's not doing well. It's... They had high hopes. They 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 touted a number that they shouldn't have said. They should never have said I mean, a million buy rates off the bat. Like I mean, you know, I like classic wrestling. I don't watch anymore, and I love going on and having the whole library at my disposal. Yeah, I but wish that's because you're raws and nit- and some nitros. But nitro, I think I just read online that they're gonna add it in the fall. If they had nitro, then uh, you would definitely. They're gonna be start adding nitros, nitro. I think, in the fall to coincide with the Monday Night and Wars I, that's going and on. And I like what they do. Oh yeah, well because raw right now, what they do is I think every week they release a new one, like in order. Like I think they're in 90s, 94, five right now, and they just keep going. But uh. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why it's not doing well. Uh, the network's a great thing. You get the I, pay-per-views for cheaper. Yeah, it's nine ninety nine a month. You yeah, get a free get pay-per-view, pay-per-view, basically. As opposed to paying $50 a month. The only complaint I've had so far is that I couldn't go on a couple of days after Raw and watch it. Right. I, I'm... I'm... I want... I've said this before. Obviously, everybody... I'm sure everybody knows it by now that I want Sunday Night Heat. I want... Yeah, but ECW, I want Velocity, and yes, there's people out there who go, who the fuck wants that, or who gives a shit about that? The problem is that they only have a certain amount of bandwidth. So what does that like mean? Like Netflix, when they add stuff, they have to take other stuff off. But there's they keep adding stuff. What are they taking off? WWE. They might not have used all the bandwidth yet, but uh, if they added Heat and Velocity, that's kind of like a waste of bandwidth. No I want Sunday Night There were so many great matches that took place. Name one match that took place there. Halftime Heat. <laughs> yeah, look at that. No, but I mean, no, Heat was okay. Especially the ones before the pay-per-view. Those were I good. just liked Heat and Velocity because it was the lesser name, lesser, lesser, like the mid-card, lower yeah, mid-card guys. Shannon Moore and something. Yeah, I could go on watch the debut in WWE of Daniel Bryan and people don't even know that it's him. Brian Danielson versus John Cena. Who would have thought? I think it was that match. Who would have thought? Yeah. But that's what I want to watch. But I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with what we have with the network right now, getting to watch old JYD matches and old cards from Madison Square Garden with Chief Maia, Peter Maivia and Bruno San Martino. And, and even some of the original series are entertaining. The Legends House. You watched it? I've watched some. Seriously? Like, like an episode. That's like I can't picture you watching that at all. More like clips, I guess. I didn't watch like full episodes, but I've seen parts of it. You should. It's funny. It's funny, yeah, it is funny. Yeah. 
Even even the uh, the one made for children, Slam City, is kind of funny. It's I, like seen thirty that. seconds long, a minute long. It's really funny. And I like some of the, the like the uh, list that they have, the countdowns, the top ten stuff. And now Total Divas is on. I don't understand why they would have. Why would they move Total Divas to the network? I don't know. I don't, I don't get that one. Uh, I guess it wasn't doing well. No, well, it didn't get moved from E. The uh, new season of Total Divas will. There. Yes, the new season of Total Divas will be premiering, I think, September on E Network. Oh, so it's still on E. Right. They just put They're it all on. They're moving the network. old episodes. They have the reruns. Yeah, reruns on. So what's wrong with that? No, I just don't understand why they would need to do that. So people could watch it. You can go on E and watch it. Yeah, you could also go on. Oh, YouTube you could and watch also. Everything. I guess you could go take E and watch it on the. That's not a good. Uh, it's 2014, on. folks. Not every joke is going to hit. Yeah, moving on. Okay. Uh, the next middle, Mark Henry defeated Damian Sandow. Uh, yeah. This time, Damian Sandow came out dressed as an Oklahoma Sooner. Yeah. Because he was in Texas. Longhorns country, baby. Yep. Uh, it was pretty much a squash. Mark Henry pushed him, clotheslined him, and hit him with a world's yeah. strongest slam. Hit three moves before winning. And he took 30 seconds to actually hit the world's strongest slam, which, that, that's dumb. But that's, you're going to say, that's wrestling. Like, why would Sandow not try and fight out of that? That makes no sense to me. Okay, and this was my whole my whole point. Every time somebody's in a move, how come they're not fighting to get out of it? You ever seen somebody in a bear hug not punch the other guy in the a face? A bear hug hurts, though. But you can still punch the guy in the face if you wanted to. I don't think so. I've if been... you're in a sleeper hole, wouldn't you try to, like, elbow the guy in the head or something? No, you're passing out right no, away. You're, you're instantly passing out from a sleeper hole. Let me hole. put you in a sleeper hole right now. No. You're going to try to elbow me in the ribs. No, I said, don't fucking fucking laugh. No. I think if you try to look too much into this kind of stuff, you're going to stop enjoying wrestling. There's Illuminati everywhere here. Yeah? Everywhere. Here. Everywhere. Here. I wonder if people are going to think that's Skip. <laughs> I think stuff is funny. People don't think it's funny. Well, that's what makes you Brandon. Yep. Uh, Diego defeated Fandango. Fandango introduced a new dance partner for the night only, I guess, with uh, Hornswoggle came in, came, coming out. <laughs> coming out. Jeez. Oh, coming out. Uh, but I think Hornswoggle literally fits in anywhere he gets put. Like, he was great with three-man band. He was great with DX. Great as the... With Finley. Yeah. Great as the McMahon. You just put him anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, after Fandango lost this match to Diego, uh, Layla, Summer Rae, El Torito, and Hornswoggle all danced around him. And I like that there was a little standoff between El Torito and Hornswoggle first. Well, first you missed that Fandango accidentally ran into Hornswoggle, which cost him oh, the yeah, match. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. <sighs> cost him the match, yeah. Yeah, he wound up uh, getting put into the backbreaker. Yeah, but they were they were dancing around him, and uh, I, like I said before, I thought it was cool, given the history <clears throat> between Hornswoggle and El Torito, that they had that quick little stare-off. Right. I still wish that something. I still have. I'm still mind completely mind boggling that Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal got released. I still have no idea how that. I say that. I feel like I say that weekly, but I really have no idea. That makes no sense. You have like two of the hottest fucking pre-show matches, and they're involved, and then oh nope, they're released. That's WWE. Yeah. But then they 
give Brock Lesnar a million to not come on TV. So Yeah. But anyway, Fandango ended up knocking uh, Swaggle down. And Diego hit him and threw him into El Torito, who dove off onto off the top rope onto him in the seated senton. Yeah. You're going to argue that it's a whoopee cushion, aren't you? I would call it a whoopee cushion. It is a seated senton, though. Because I know a senton is usually when you hit them like, a with seated a splash senton. on your back. Seated senton. But is that when they're standing? Anything. I'm going to go with whoopee cushion. It's a seated senton. Whoopee cushion. Look it up in the dictionary. Seated senton. No. Yep. And speaking of no, I mean Bo, Bo Dallas <laughs> defeated R-Truth nice with the cheap roll-up. Uh, not much to say about the match, but R-Truth attacked Bo after the match. Oh, he God. also forgot that Bo grabbed tights. I said. Oh, uh, well, said I said with the cheap roll-up. Roll yeah, he didn't. Okay. Yeah, he grabbed the jeans of R-Truth because he's not the wearing jeans. tights. And uh, Bo afterwards ended up uh, after getting attacked by R-Truth, got, uh, or hit R-Truth with the running boat, with the bow dog outside of the ring. Which, by the way, I think it's funny that up until yesterday, Brandon thought that Spike Dudley's finisher was the deadly dog. I said, I guarantee you there were it's times it was deadly dog. dog. I guarantee you at one, one it was point. not the deadly outside dog. Outside of WWE. acid drop in ECW. What was it in TNA? It had to have been the Deadly Dog at TNA. I'm telling oh, you, it maybe, had to be the Deadly TNA, Dog. Maybe TNA because they didn't use the word, the name's Dudley. Right. I'm telling you, there was a Deadly I Dog. I don't even know Spike time. was in TNA. I know the other two. Yeah, he was LSD. Really? Yeah. For well, little Spike Dudley. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Okay. So anyway, moving on. Yes. The other middle that just got live on the show got <laughs> added to the middles. That contract signing with uh, Stephanie McMahon and Brie Bella for their match at SummerSlam. Why do you think this was... No, no, my first question was why did... What was so bad about it? I thought this was the dumbest thing ever, first of all. Why? The only thing... First of all, the only thing that I liked about this was Brie saying that she's dedicating the match to Vicky Guerrero, Big Show, the Rhodes family, and basically anyone else that the Authority ever screwed over. Okay. Um... The whole... But what was bad? You ended Monday Night Raw last week with Brie Bella and Stephanie McMahon getting into a cap fight. And it goes off the air. And the only thing people are chanting, supposedly, is Jamie Noble. <laughs> that's what your go-home... That's what... Not the go-home. But that was the very last thing people saw on Monday Night Raw last week was Jamie Noble. What's wrong with that? you are got Brie Bella, you have Stephanie McMahon for a match, they're fighting, you're chanting Jamie At Noble. least, you know, the fans don't forget so soon, you know, the, their former wrestlers. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, I could agree that maybe this shouldn't have ended Raw, but I thought the segment was good. It was dumb placement. I just don't know why on earth they would end Raw with the same people if it didn't work last week with the ending. Well, but I don't know, it's different now, they're signing the contract. And it wasn't, I liked what, uh... What they did, they knocked out Nikki. Yeah, Brie signed the contract, and then Stephanie attacked Nikki. Yeah, they they pinned uh, Brie in the corner with the desk. Yeah, Triple H pinned her against the corner, which I think is some sort of sexual harassment there. There's definitely a lawsuit. They didn't touch her. There was a desk on Brie. There's definitely people who enjoy that sort of fetish. I think you just think everything's sexual. No, there's desk fetishes, I'm sure. Okay. I mean, if one, if this somebody can, from somebody that if, likes fisting. if somebody can glue their 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 male genitalia to a mirror, <laughs> which we will get into the details 
of how that happens. Then there's definitely someone who's going to get sexually aroused by a desk or something. Weren't we talking about if you were aroused by airplanes? There's a fetish for that? And Wasn't that you? Yeah. yeah. What was it? A planophile? Something. An aerophile? I thought like it was just like if you're aroused by the idea of being on an airplane and having sex, it's actually being attracted to an airplane. Yeah, which there are people out there. I googled it and there, there are people saying... One of the very first things that pop up saying, I am sexually aroused to, with airplanes every time I see him. Which that, I don't understand how people, I don't understand if how anyone could be attracted to a desk. Like an inanimate object? Yeah, I don't know. Well, nah. Nah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Like, oh, what are you sexually attracted to? I don't know. Water bottle? That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> That's a really weird thing to say. <laughs> I, I had every word in the dictionary and I said a water bottle. It's because yeah. I looked up and that was the first thing I saw. I could have said a window. <laughs> Which would have been a little less weird. Yeah. But, uh, Although yeah. Although then I could end up in the same situation as Dave, except it'd be a window instead of a That would hurt. Mirror. Anyway, and then at the end, uh, Stephanie hit Bree with the pedigree, which I thought was a good pedigree. Well, Stephanie hit Nikki with a pedigree, too. Yeah. But all of a sudden, we, Nikki we, has we no were, idea how we to defend. Past. But Nikki has yeah. no idea how to defend herself. Like, she forgot how to wrestle. How does that make sense? I feel so negative on this week. I think you just should stop watching wrestling. That's because it, Because this has been going on since I was a kid. There, Happy most trails stuff, to you guys. When you think about it, doesn't really make that much sense. Who lifted the briefcase? <laughs> they still don't know. No. Who was GTV? They never announced that either. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said... Bree, uh, well, Bree slapped Triple H and got hit with the pedigree, but... Yeah, and you thought it wasn't a good pedigree, but I thought it was No, good. I didn't say it wasn't a good pedigree, it just wasn't a great pedigree. It's pretty much the same thing. I don't know. But anyway... Why, why does she adapt? Why, why does all the females that ever go with their... Like, ever have, like, a relationship, they always adapt to their yeah. moveset? Like, like, China? Or, like, Vince remember McMahon? When, well, well, remember China? Yeah, she did the pedigree because she was dating Triple H. And remember Stephanie? She did the pedigree because she China was... At least China didn't start doing the frog splash when she was with Eddie Guerrero. Oh, I thought you were going to... I thought there was like... Well, at that point, she was more established as her own wrestler. She was still using the pedigree. She wasn't using the powerbomb as her finisher yet? Didn't she use a powerbomb? She might have used a powerbomb, but I think she always used the I thought you were. I pedigree. thought you were saying Vicky Guerrero and like Vicky that situation. Guerrero. Yeah, because I'm sure she's did a, a very a, terrible frog splash. a cool move. move. It's a good move to use. Yeah, CM Punk used it off the top rope. Uh, Vince started using uh, the stunner. The stunner. And Shane, Shane started using the Bronco Buster. I mean, it just happens, you know? Man. Anyway, uh, so moving on now to the goods of Raw. Uh, the first one we have is Roman Reigns defeating Kane. Yeah, and the last man standing match is one of the this is the match that or one of the matches that Triple H set up in that opening nine ninety nine network by it by the WWE network nine ninety nine segments. Uh, this match, uh, well, yeah, Roman Reigns interrupted the authority, and then we we heard we heard what happened. But yeah. it was it was nice to see a table used in this match on Raw. Yeah, I thought this match was pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was very long too. Yeah. Uh, he goes for the Superman punch, and he and Kane catches him and choke slams him through the table, but uh, he's not done. He gets up and uh, hits the Superman punch, but the ref decides not to count. He, I guess, gave Kane too much credit and thought he'd get up faster. Or he knew the ending. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you think Kane was supposed to get right up? I, mean, I have no idea. 
And then Kane gets up, gets hit with the spear. The ref finally decides that it's a good time to start counting. Well, he went to hit Kane with the spear, and Kane caught him with a choke slam, but Reigns reversed that. And then he ran into the spear and hit him with it. Right. I like to be precise. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that. Um, and then, uh, oh, and the ending was so stupid. Kane's like, clearly has the ability to get, up. to get up. It's like a five count, and he's sitting there, like, waving at the ref to stop counting. He's obviously conscious. Get up. I, I like it was get up. And then he crawls to the ropes. What is that doing? I like in past last man standing matches when they're at like the nine count. They've rolled out of the ring and they've been on their feet. Yeah. Okay. That. But I guess, but the match had to end. Yeah. But it, it, it was, it just made Kane look like an idiot. Like it's like you could clearly get up if you wanted to. Yeah. Well, and then later on the night afterwards, uh, we saw Kane take off his mask again and hand it to the authority. Yeah. Which might signify that uh, Kane may be done. Yeah, unless, oh my god, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> I've, I've had moments like that on the show before, but, yeah, like, I was gonna lie and be like, oh my god, Kane vs. Undertaker, WrestleMania 31, but I was just gonna be joking. People were like, no, I wanna see, it's gonna be Sting. No, I wanna see Sting versus Shawn Michaels. No, it, well, that's not, never gonna happen. Why? Why? Why not? Why not? Because in wrestling, you never say never. You, just said you probably twice. forgot. You forgot that we had this whole conversation. No, I want to know. You just said that's never going to happen after saying that I don't never think because I well I don't think Sean will come out of retirement. I one hundred percent would love Sean Michaels and Sting is a dream match. I would love for that. I would much rather see Shawn Michaels come out of retirement and face Sting than to see Sting versus Undertaker. Me too. But first of all, I think it'd be a lot more entertaining. Their their wrestling styles are more complimentary. But I think. For whatever, I don't. I still don't even understand why Sting was the Undertaker of WCW. Well, the Crow gimmick turned into. I still don't. It, I don't get it. Because he was like the dark, spooky character that everybody loved. It's like, oh, Goldberg was the Steve Austin of WCW. No, he was just the bald fucking guy with the goatee. If anything, he was the Triple H. No, if anything, he was the fucking guy who had a winning streak. No, he was the Triple H. He was the guy that got... No, okay. Actually, I'm sorry. Hulk Hogan was the Triple H. The guy that got way too much screen time and mic time and nobody really cared about it after a while. No, Hulk, Hulk Hogan... Hulk Hogan... No, Triple H was the Hulk Hogan in 2003-ish. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like in 02, 03 when Triple H... Every Monday Night Raw would open with Evolution and Triple H and everything. That was like Hogan. It just... I don't know. I, I don't get the comparison... I would much rather see... the comparison? One's a dead guy and one's like a... Well, the crow, one's which, a guy that's which living. the movie was a dead guy. Nobody saw the crow. Well, then... What was that guy's name? The real... Like his real name? Yeah. I know it's Bruce Lee's son. What's his Bruce name? Bruce Lee's son? David Lee Roth, right? Is that him? I know his <laughs> name, but I can't remember it. Bruce Lee. That's his... That's his his son was Jerry Lee? You're just gonna keep Lewis? going? Yeah. Was it Shari Lewis? <laughs> no. No, it's a different I, last name. No, was it... Bron- no, not Brian. I don't know. I don't remember his Brian name. Brian Lee? <clears throat> Who is that? Isn't that Chronic? No. Or, yeah, Fake Undertaker? Oh, right. No, that's Brian Adams. No, no, no. Was but, Brian uh, Adams? No. No, no, no. Brian Lee was, uh, was the one Clark? that was in um, Brian Clark? Disciples of Apocalypse. And oh, right. James, Brian Lee, yeah. And he was uh, the Fake Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we figured out who that was. That's good. Yeah. Um, Up next, we had Dean Ambrose defeating Alberto Del Rio in a beat-the-clock challenge. This was the other match, or another match that Triple H had set up. 
the other match in this series was set up to be Rob Van Dam versus Seth Rollins. Uh, the one who could beat the clock would be able to pick the stipulation for their match at SummerSlam. So uh, Del Rio hit Ambrose with the reverse suplex off the top rope, which I don't think we see too often. Yeah, it's cool seeing a reverse suplex. People don't do that anymore. Yeah, it's in the video game, which yeah, is, which is so cool. No, that's weird. Apparently, <laughs> it's so cool. Nobody understands that. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. People watch viral videos. Yeah. Apparently, I've never been on the news before, and apparently, I was on a roller coaster. People definitely know it. How they have no idea who it is? I don't think they do. But. Uh, yeah, so it's in the video game, but it looks so much better on Monday Night Raw. It was like a like a snap reverse suplex almost. Yeah, it was like well, so, it was so from quick. The top. Yeah, but it was like so quick that in the video game it's like, oh, here's a suplex, and it's like, oh, Bamba. I mean, a suplex could be whatever speed. Right, but want. it was cool on on Monday Night Raw. It was so fast. Sure, it was quick. I just thought it was cool that somebody used a reverse suplex. Yeah. I guess so. I guess you did think that. Yeah. So, uh... After, uh, 15 minutes and 42 seconds, Dean Ambrose won the match by nailing Del Rio with Dirty Deeds, using his other arm, because his left arm that he hits it with normally is injured, quote-unquote. Uh-huh. And he did the, uh, uh, the clothesline after he... What do you even call it? Not even a whip, like... I don't know. rebound? When he does, yeah. When he gets Irish whipped into the rope, he, like, gets caught, and then... It's not even caught, really. Well, he catches himself and... He goes through the ropes and then, like, bounces back. Which you've never seen. As you watch more and more of these newer guys, how? what are your, like, thoughts and opinions on that? Like, what are your thoughts on Dean Ambrose? I, well, I, I mean, when I was on a few months ago around a Royal few, Rumble... A few? More okay. like seven? It was, around <laughs> Roy, it was around Royal Rumble. Maybe six months ago? I, like, I like the Shield a lot in the Wyatt family. I mean, as far as in the ring goes, most of them I like, but... Uh, you forgot the name Cesaro. As far as in the ring goes, I like most of them, you know, what they bring, but... I don't know, I just can't get into the storylines and everything now. I don't... I, I just... It doesn't compare to me to the older days with the be- with the good storylines. But I also, I think, is because there's no competition anymore. I mean, they're competing against themselves. You should watch NXT and pretend they're competing. No? What does that mean? Like, you should watch NXT and pretend that they're competing with Monday Night Raw and, and no, SmackDown. No, that's not what I mean. No, I know what you mean. I'm saying that WWE just puts together whatever they want to do because they know that people are going to watch it regardless. That's three. That's four. Or five. I think it's five. I don't know where you came it's up five. with five. I guarantee you it's five. Okay. I guarantee you it's five. But you should watch NXT and you should see these newer guys who are older guys. And I don't know if it's just because I got older and... I started seeing it for what it really I was. I started to notice other things. No, just like, I think, it's like, uh, it's cheesy. Now I a watch Harry Potter. Lines. A lot of the storylines are cheesy. Yeah. I can't, now I, can't, I watch Game of Thrones. I can't believe, like, when they're on the mic, it's not believable to me. Anymore. I can't believe Walter White is dead. I watch Breaking Bad. Ah, uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen Breaking Bad by What if now? somebody right now is on, like, the second to last episode? The only person that's going to be pissed off with me spoiling Breaking Bad right now is some alien from outer space okay. who's hearing this 17,000 sure years later. I'm sure there are people 
that are still either watching Breaking Bad or getting around to watching Breaking well, here's Bad. Well, th- here's this. I've never watched Breaking Bad, so I have no idea if Walter White is dead. I just pretty much confirmed it. Well, <laughs> now you even more so drove it into the ground. I've never seen an episode. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't watch Walter White. I, I, I watch Walter pro White. wrestling. Yeah. I'm, I'm an online listening experience guy. You don't, you know, you know me. I mean, even when I watch some of the older stuff now, I feel the same way. Like, it's hard to buy into it. But I, it's, I still... <laughs> older stuff as in, like... Like, wrestling from, like, the 90s and, okay. like, early 2000s. I thought you were, like, maybe talking about, like, San Martino days. Because there's yeah. a lot of shit that happens there. Like, how is that? You yeah. used to get counted out for, like... But that was, like, you know, that was, like, the predecessor of current wrestling. Like, you know, if you left the ring, you were, you get DQ'd back yeah, then? And if you knocked somebody over the top rope? What? Or was that just Smoky Mountain? You would get DQ'd? Yeah. That's, like, mind-boggling. It's so cool to see, though, how, how much wrestling's evolved. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, Dean Ambrose gets the win. Yeah, and, uh, it was what fifteen forty something. Yeah, fifteen minutes and forty two seconds. That Seth Rollins had to defeat RVD in. Yeah. Uh, up next after that we had Dolph Ziggler defeating Cesaro. Uh, Ziggler hit the zigzag after reversing a one arm suplex, I guess, by Cesaro. And uh, Miz was on commentary again this week. Oh, there's also this- really cool when Dolph went for like the stinger splash. And uh, Cesaro caught him into a Tilt-A-Whirl backbreaker. Yeah. Um, I don't understand how Cesaro's that strong. I don't know how anyone can be strong. <laughs> this is coming from Brandon, so... Yeah, like, when I fucking held the internet championship, I felt like a jackass. <laughs> the thing's probably 50 pounds. I was like, oh, Maybe you shit. should work out. I was like, this is gonna drop on the floor. Dave, grab this. He didn't grab it. It didn't fall on the floor, though. I put it up on my shoulder. It's cool. Yeah, you should probably start working out. I don't need to work out. Apparently you do. <laughs> See, you, you didn't even mean to say that. Why? Apparently you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, Miz uh, was on commentary again. Uh, after the match, he gets in the ring, and uh, Ziggler... When, it was weird. I thought that Miz... Uh, like you thought there was a botch. Yeah, there was a botch. But really, he just moved out typical, of the way. Super typical kick. old wrestling fan. Well, I've never seen somebody like move out of the way like that. You know. Yeah. So Ziggler went to hit him with the super kick, but Miz ducked it and fell to the but floor. He didn't duck. He, like, well, yeah, fell. he fell back. He, he felt he like he scared got hit because he was scared of the super kick. He was selling it. Miz is scared. You should always be scared of the super kick. Why? I don't know. You see what it did to Marty Jannetty? What? Ended his career. What? Well, I mean, after the Rockers, nobody cared about Marty. I Gennetti. saw him wrestle a lot. Yeah, but after the Rockers, <laughs> nobody cared about him. Which is sad because Marty Gennetti. He had his little man. That sucks. That sucks so much. That in two thousand six or two thousand five, he had that like. Yeah, he couldn't leave the I country. Was, actually, was that 05? Because I stopped watching. I think in 04, and I remember that. I think Marty it was two thousand. I might have started watching for a little bit in 05, too. Because I remember it was like, probably two thousand six though. It was probably 2006 because I was in Mexico when it You know happened. what I think? I think you told me that Marty Jannetty was coming back and I watched it for it. It was 2006. I was in Mexico. Because he had a match against Sean, right? No, he teamed with Sean. Oh, he teamed with they, Sean. Dude, that was so awesome. The Rocker reunion? They came out with the Rockers music and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then they also used Marty. They, uh, in, it was Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle, I guess. That was WrestleMania 21, maybe? And uh, mm. they were using it to sell the Kurt Angle... And, uh, 
I guess Kurt Angle faced Marty Jannetty on SmackDown. And Did he like injure him? Something, probably. Yeah. And then he also like threw Sherry to the ground too. She was used then. Rest in peace. Yeah. That was the coolest shit, man. Yeah, that was And cool. everyone's like, Oh, wrestling sucks back then. It I mean It does. It's yeah, still, fuck you. It's alright. But um Yeah. So Marty Jannetty, um So Marty Jannetty was on got Raw. with a super kick and then tried to escape out of a window. No. 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 I'm not an advocate of that. What? But Miz and Ziggler, like I said, I think I said it earlier, they're going to end up wrestling for the Intercontinental Championship at SummerSlam. And, uh, I mean, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. Speaking of pretty obvious, this was a terrible segue, but Goldust and Stardust mm-hmm. defeated Rybaxel. This was actually my first look at Stardust. Yeah. And, uh, Second look at Stardust. Well, because the first time I sent you Stardust, you were like, this is the dumbest no, thing no. ever. I'm talking about like actually like right. kind of actually stuff. looking at it. And then seeing how fucking awesome it is. It's okay. I think it's cool that uh, they gave him a Goldust-like gimmick. I mean, even though apparently he wasn't really uh, close to Goldust when... I don't know if they were. I don't know. I know... I'm From what I remember hearing is that Cody was banned from watching... He was not allowed to watch Monday Night Raw because his daddy worked at Monday Night Nitro, which it wasn't called cool, that. Dusty and Dustin were on good terms, so why would he care? I don't know if they were. I have no idea. I don't know what family problems people had. I don't know how many Samoans there are in the wrestling <laughs> industry that are related. Just when I think I have the completed list, it's like, no, we're going to have children, and, yeah. and they're going to have children. But I, I, like, I like that they... Uh, Gave him that kind of gimmick, and now they're tag, you know, they're teaming up. Uh, even though they were teaming up already, but now it's a little more gimmicky. A little, yeah, more gimmicky. interesting. Not more interesting, but more. There's more, there's more another gimmicky. level. There's another level to it. Yeah. Well, you were impressed with Goldust though in 2014, right? Yeah, he he looks more uh, lighter on his feet and agile than he used to look. Yeah, like he did a roll to and how, tag in. How old is he now? He's like in his 40s, probably. And he looks better than ever. Yeah, it's DDP yoga, man. We should try it. <laughs> you just said you didn't want to work out. Yeah, but it's yoga. How bad can it be? Apparently, I'm just kidding. It really hurts. I tried probably, it once. Yeah. It's really... You didn't catch my apparently. Yeah, well... So anyway, uh, Ryback... I, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, you. Okay, well, I was just going to say, at the end, uh, Ryback went for the shoulder uh, and hit the post because uh, Stardust... I guess that's what we refer to him now, right? Stardust. Moved out of the way. And he hits the Dark Matter for the win. And Goldust, for some reason, decides to get on the top rope. That was the weirdest (laughs) shit. That was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like, literally... As Stardust Stardust hits Dark Matter and goes to pin him, and all you see is Goldust just climbing up to the top rope. And then, like, the next shot... He's on. He's down, he's down again, celebrating. How's that possible? Was there was there a supposed jump to be in more? the time continuum, space continuum, whatever continuum? Was he just trying to look really creepy, like poached up on the turnbuckle? Probably. That's why I feel like I would do that if I was a pro wrestler. I'd be like, you wouldn't get up onto the top. I probably. I can't even. I've yet to get into a wrestling ring. I can't get into Aren't a wrestling. Are you gonna sleep in one? No, I can't get into a wrestling ring. I can't lift myself up. There's stairs. I'm gonna have to use a couch. <laughs> There are stairs. I should use them. But yeah, that's not. That's not. You could cool. also roll into the ring. Maybe. I'm five foot. Some rings. I mean, some rings. I could. You could just roll into it. 
You don't have to hop up on the Some apron. rings are higher than me. You could go head first under the ropes. Of the rings that I've been to, I could probably roll into one of them. I can't. Some of them are two. I'm only 5'9". Okay. So. And you can't lift yourself up a couple inches? No. I don't work out. Yeah, you should probably get on that DDP yoga. You can't lift anything. You can't. I could get into a ring. You couldn't hold a championship title. Sure I could. No. Who would you defeat for it? If you could choose anybody to, to win a championship from, who would it be? Cena. Cena? Yeah, because I like seeing him lose. What? I don't know. Why? Who would yours be? I don't know. Layla or something? You want to be the Divas champion? No, I would. she would be WWE champion or something. <laughs> I'd cover her. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Perv. <laughs> well, what do you know? I mean, All right. You won it? If you had, if you had the option to, like, to cover her, yeah, okay, sure, yeah, perv, thanks, <laughs> yeah. But that that dark matter is one of the coolest versions of the STO that I've seen, or the reverse STO, the flatliner, the flapjack, the, no, no flatliner, flatliner yeah. the downward spiral, great moves, beautiful move. Cody definitely perfected that. Up next, did he call? Was that what? Did he call the slap nuts in WSW? Jarrett. Yeah, that move. Did he? Jarrett didn't do that, did he? The slap nuts. I don't remember him even. He never did a, a flatliner. I'm pretty sure he WCW. did the. Oh, it was the other way. It yeah. was forward. But that was was that called the slap nuts? It wasn't a. I don't think so. I have no idea. I don't remember that at all. I remember the move. I don't remember him calling it that. But I could be making this up. Yeah, up next, though, Jericho, Chris Jericho mm-hmm. defeated Luke Harper via disqualification. Uh, this was a good match. Well, also, the same stipulation as SmackDown. If Harper lost, he would be banned from the ring at SummerSlam. Yeah. So, basically, the lights went out during the match. Uh, I guess Chris Jericho was had uh, Luke Harper in the walls of Jericho. And uh, the lights went out. Bray Wyatt was in the ring. And... Uh, and Jericho hit the... Well, no, Bray Wyatt wasn't in the ring. No. The, the lights went out. He came back on. He hit Eric Rowan, I think, with the code breaker. Bray was at ringside. Then but he Also, hit, I thought in the match, um, Harper hit a really nice uh, sit-out powerbomb. Yeah, he did. That was a good move. And a good um, Michinoku driver. Yeah, that too. And, uh, no, yeah, so Bray came out. He's at ringside. Uh, he hits the code breaker on Rowan, he hits the code breaker on Harper, uh, and then Bray comes in to get, uh, to get Harper DQ'd. Yeah, he hit Chris Jericho with the sister Abigail, so now Luke Harper's banned for for their match at SummerSlam. Which was kind of predictable. Yeah, obviously. But. Which is weird, because last year at SummerSlam, they were also banned from ringside. Yeah? Well, they weren't banned from ringside, they were... In a Ring of Fire match. God forbid, it's not an Inferno match, because the point of the match wasn't to catch your opponent on fire. It was an Inferno... It was a Ring of Fire match against Kane, where it was just to keep Eric Rowan and... and they should Luke sus- They should suspend them from the cage, like they did with Jerry Lawler. That's a lot of weight. Yeah. Would you well. trust a cage from that high with 500 pounds in it? I mean, I'm sure they have people that would be able to tell them that the cage would be able to hold that much weight. Yeah, but who knows. Uh, up next, uh, RVD versus Seth Rollins didn't happen as uh, RVD came out and they announced, they're like, nah, actually, it's going to be Heath Slater. 
So I guess to make it even easier, uh, an easy, e an easy, no, what the fuck is going on right now? I don't know. I think, even, you think you're having a stroke. An even easier victory for Seth Rollins. But, uh, the match's going on. And uh, first of all, Heath Slater, it's time to change his theme song from Three Man Band to Back to the One Man Band theme song. If if your if your bros are not there, if you're not riding with your bros, you're only a one man band, baby. So, yeah, change the theme song. And uh, during the match, Dean Ambrose was uh, distracting Seth Rollins. Uh, first, he ripped up the contract for the Money in the Bank. Sound effects, you like that? Not really, but whatever. Then he decided to pour Coke into the briefcase, which got Yo, Seth Rollins... please don't say Coke. You don't know if it's Coke. Coca-Cola. You don't know if it was... No, it was just cola. Oh, I thought you were making a drug reference. No, you don't know if it was Pepsi. You don't know if it was a store some brand. Some kind of liquid. It was definitely a soda of some sort. Oh, okay. So now you're like an expert on what what was in the cup. What What are you going to... What is he, the guy drinking ringside? I don't know. Iced what? coffee? Could have been an iced tea. No. It wasn't an iced tea. It was a Anyway, soda. and then for some weird reason, he put JBL's hat in the briefcase and Rollins, for some reason, Yeah, why would Seth Rollins that? care that JBL's hat was I think JBL should be upset that he just got his uh, hat stuffed in a briefcase full of soda. And why? And popcorn. Oh, and popcorn, yeah. And then Slater, while, he's just, while uh, Rollins was distracted, Slater uh, gets the schoolboy for the win, which now means that Dean Ambrose gets to pick the stipulation for the match. Yeah. And uh, Heath Slater, uh, awesome, awesome to see him win a match after probably almost a year. Really? Almost a year on Raw without a singles match on Raw without winning a match. But uh, main evented, it main evented Monday Night Raw. Heath Slater. Any predictions on the uh, stipulation? I mean, one can only assume that the contract would be on the line. Money in the bank. Yeah, probably. A, See, when I think stipulation, I think like a match type. Yeah, ladder match for the champ, oh, for the, for the, money, in yeah, the money in the bank briefcase. Okay. I, I don't know that. necessarily if that's what it's going to be, but I mean, I guess he has to abide by the rules. Well, he ripped up the contract. What is, what is he playing for? Or wrestling for? There's, I mean, come on, there's more than one contract. Hey, Rollins <laughs> seemed pretty upset about that. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. But it's WWE. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, that was Monday Night Raw for you guys, or for us as well. Uh, I guess it's time for us to take a little break. And we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Yo, this is New Jack, and you listening to Marking Out, you nasty cum burping fucking bitch. Welcome back to the only online listening experience. Uh, if you think that's too cocky... Then let us know. I still don't get it. It's the only online listening experience in the world. I could listen to other stuff online and experience it. No, you can't because it's not an online listening experience. Okay. Don't come up to my online listening experience show and say that it's wrong. Like, don't don't try and like, oh, look at this. Like, why don't you start talking about other subjects? Like, what? why don't you start talking about Slipknot and and corn? Because. That's definitely what I want to talk about. Right Why don't you now? stop talking about Goku and Goatu and Loku Goatu. and Froku and Roku. So by now, the fans know that I stole your wrestling figure. Yeah. I watch Game of Thrones and I like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Getting, yeah, they're starting to really get to know me, huh? 
Well, you also eat 40-piece McNuggets. Uh, excuse me. I've Why never eaten a 40-piece McNugget this, this in the kid, world. I've never Now i got to give him credit. Oh, good he, quit, God. he quit fast food. He hasn't had fast food in a Since year, September. right? Since September. Oh, but McDonald's September, oh, man, it was so close to being... I had... The last time I had McDonald's was... July of Wait, 2013. Don't, get out of, don't, don't try to get out of what I, where no, I was well, going. No, I'm not, I'm not. The last time I had fast food, the, the McDonald's was 2013. And July you, 2013. And, and what did you The order? next night, no, that wasn't, I had the, just a 20 piece of McNuggets that night, I think. Just. People. But just. the night after that was my first and last time ever trying White Castle. And I, I decided that that's it. I'm not going to have fast food anymore. And, uh, then one night in September, we were staying over for PWS, and I, I think we just we just told this story recently, but uh, we we all got Wendy's. I wanted to go out to go to a restaurant. The restaurants were still open; some of them were. We were right across from an Applebee's. There, they close at one, but nobody. Everyone was like, "Nah, we just want to sit in the hotel room and finish fucking thousands of beers that we had." You know, you can take out Applebee's. I could I should have just walked across the street. I really should have. Yeah. I should have just walked across the street and gone to Applebee's, but I, I was I was like whatever, I'll get Wendy's. But pickles. Pickles sold me on it. But Brandon's uh, usual order at McDonald's. Is that a usual was order? A large Big Mac meal <laughs> and two twenty piece nuggets. I've only and he ate all of it No I didn't in one sitting. First of all, I've only had ten Big Macs in my lifetime where the first Big Mac I had was in two thousand and eight. And ever since then. No, I have gained a hundred pounds since then. But <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's not the McDonald's. No, but I, I never once ate. I swear to God, I've never eaten forty McNuggets. Thirty nine, but no, I've never had forty McNuggets. What's your record? Uh, probably just twenty. You would eat one and then not eat the other. Yeah, one? I because I, I enjoy. I mean, McNuggets. First of all. One of the best tasting things on earth. I don't give a shit if it's pink goop or whatever they show those pictures online. I don't care. Uh, Peter's. Gonna, I'm gonna get yelled at for somebody with this, but I don't give a shit how those chickens are treated. <laughs> I really don't. I don't care what's in a McNugget. They're fucking delicious, and anyone who says they're not is a liar. Absolutely. Even Burger King tried to rip them off. But uh, I would order McNuggets. McNuggets are great, so I would just eat the twenty piece and then leave them. Cold McDonald's was really good. I used to, as a kid, like, you'd get the the coupons for buy one cheeseburger, a mini cheeseburger, what are those things called? Cheeseburger. A regular cheeseburger? Yes, it's a cheeseburger. Yeah, so you'd buy one cheeseburger and you get a second free. I would have one cheeseburger for dinner and then the next night or the next day for lunch or whatever, I would eat a cold cheeseburger. They were good. So, I would eat cold McNuggets. Okay. And what about the Big Mac? Did you eat that with the 20 piece? Probably, yeah. Okay. But I wouldn't always, or I wouldn't always order a Big Mac. I remember a Big Mac meal and two twenty-piece nuggets. No. Yep. And what about the time we had to go from McDonald's to Wendy's for you? Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I, I really wanted McNuggets, and you're like, and I wanted Wendy's. Yeah. So I got so McNuggets. I got Wendy's. And you got McNuggets. Maybe I did, but I didn't get nuggets at Wendy's. But I got McNuggets, and I got a went a Wendy's burger. And you got pickles. Yeah. At both places. Yeah. <laughs> but McDonald's is where the superior pickle is. Yeah. I don't eat pickles. Yeah. But what are you going to do? That's marking out. So that's what happens when two fat people host marking out. I wouldn't say I'm fat. Uh, okay. I'm festively plump. Festively plump? Is that a thing? No. No, it is not. Well, what foods are better for you to eat? I don't know if I knew that. I wouldn't be fat. 
carrots, pudding, tables. All the stuff that tastes no good. Pudding tastes really good, first of all. Yeah, but that's not Carrots are great. Celery is one of the best vegetables I in the world. I hate celery. There are so many vegetables out there that I taste so good. I hate celery. I don't understand why. I like carrots. I like broccoli. I like corn, even though corn's not really that healthy for you. I like peas. I don't think anything in this world's healthy for you. The only thing healthy is listening to the only online listening experience in the world. It'll give you, an, it'll, it, it literally releases endorphins in your head and, and makes you happy. So if, if life is about being happy, then, then listen to Mark and Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. But I that guess... Was, that was the first shameless plug? Not really. <laughs> there aren't any shameless plugs this week. Well, there you go. That was it. They've had a... He shamelessly plugged himself. I, w- I really wish I had audio footage of... Uh, do I wish that? Of what? I don't of think Dave's so. injury? Yeah. His accident? Like, I'm stuck to the barrel. I would actually love the audio. The 911 call would be hilarious. Right, no. The or audio... did he walk out of his house with a mirror? No. I would love the audio of him getting the mirror removed at the hospital. Because that must have been... I, I mean, I would assume that would be painful. I hope they put him under some kind of sedative. No, well, I don't know what removes glue, super glue, crazy glue. Whatever it is, it's not good for your penis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe somebody just put a popsicle on it and, and that melts. Was it. Yeah, I don't know how super glue works. Dave, if you're listening, we're, we really feel for you, buddy. I don't. You shouldn't have been doing what you did. Well, and you're going to hell for it. What was he, teabagging a mirror? I don't know. He was doing something that you got You know, glue stuck. is not good lube, first of all. Okay. Speaking of not good lube, uh, next week on Raw, it'll be a birthday tribute to Hulk Hogan. How was lube a, se- <laughs> a segue? Not good lube. Hogan's not good lube? <laughs> it's a good sentence there. Okay. Is he? Or I mean, is he not? Sure. No, he's not. How could you use Hulk Hogan for lube? Well, that's whatever. Yeah, so they, they say that there's going to be special guests, so I assume, uh, well, right away, Jimmy Hart is attached to Hulk Hogan's penis. I say this every time yeah. Hulk Hogan's brought up. Beefcake, probably. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't know. I really don't think Beefcake is going to show up. I know up. he's not like... Like, that, that brings up a, a point. Is Knobs? No, Are the nasty ones going to show up on Monday Night Raw? I know he's not really involved with wrestling anymore or anything, but he's... Hogan's, like, best friends. You don't think Hogan's going to get him on the birthday bash? Best episode? friend? Yeah, isn't him and Beefcake best friends? Ah, uh, I don't know. Pretty sure they're yeah. best friends. <gasps> oh, man, what if we see Eric Bischoff on Raw? Why, they, they're still They're running? friends. They have to be friends, right? They ruined NWO TNA. reunion? Hall and Nash? And that's the thing. Scott Hall tweeted out saying, hey, yo. Hey, yo. I think we're doing next week, brother. That'd be cool. So I'm a big Scott Hall fan. Yeah, maybe we'll see uh, Sting sighting. Yeah, that also would be good. With the whole recent news of Sting being in WWE-ish. It's too bad all like the guys I'd want to see are dead. Savage, Warrior. Yeah. But uh, while on the subject of Hulk Hogan, he's gone on the record recently saying that he will wrestle again. Hey, Hogan versus Sting. I'll go on the record saying why. Sting should just wrestle everybody that he can. Yeah. The, the goodbye, the farewell Sting tour. All fisting, no fury. <laughs> <laughs> on the back, it'll be Undertaker, Sean, Hulk Kurt. Hogan. Uh, Hulk Hogan, for whatever reason. That'd be the god-awful well, match. If Hogan wants to wrestle another match, 
Hulk Hogan is going to wrestle one more match. If he were to wrestle one more match, it'll have to be John Cena. How could it not be? What, to be like be like when like they did The Rock versus Hogan? Yeah. I guess. Let me they tell already, you something, brother. They already did Rock Cena, and I guess now Hogan Cena. Yeah. It'll be like the imagine and then like that's like one I'd of two. I'd rather see one more Hogan Sting. Well, they did it in no, TNA, you don't. though, right? You don't want to see Hogan versus Sting. That match was terrible. I let, well, I, I don't want to see Sting wrestle in 2014 just because of what I saw in 2013. I didn't really watch a lot of Sting in TNA. It's a good thing. You're better off for it. It's but like picturing Ric Flair Sting in used days. to be literally like one of the best wrestlers. In yeah, and now he wears a shirt and wrestles. So? 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 You shouldn't be a pro wrestler who wears a shirt. Unless it's your gimmick. Like IRS or something. But you shouldn't be in the ring wearing a t-shirt to hide fat. To, to hide your body. I wish I had a good example of somebody that wore a t-shirt. I don't know. I just think... Everybody's going to agree with this. I, at least I assume that. that they, they know Sting. They know his abilities aren't there, what they used to be. But if he gets into great shape, which I'm sure he could, I don't know how old, how age factors into this. Undertaker, we saw that was one of the shittiest matches, in my opinion. Undertaker versus Brock at Mania. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he definitely is up there in age. You can't expect people to be as good as they were 20, 30 years ago. Right, it's like a musician. You hate Elton John... Because of his voice now. I guess, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of older musicians I still think are good. Robert Plant's voice isn't there anymore. Yes, it's there, but it's not there it's, where it's there. it was. It's there. It, it was oh, it's there. And now it's... No, yeah. no. He still hits the high notes. No, he doesn't. He does. I, I, I Did saw you him see last him year. live or no? Yes. No. Last year. You didn't see Robert Plant live. In Brooklyn. No, I don't think so. At, uh, what was it, Prospect Park? The Brooklyn Park. Ball, Ball? Prospect Park. Prospect Park? The bandstand. The bandstand at Prospect Park? Yeah, and he was amazing. But if you, um, even if you go back in the 70s, he used to sing in a lower key. This is a pro wrestling show. Why you are you talking about... music. Did I? I don't think so. You said something about a sweet chin. Sure. <laughs> What's your favorite ice cream flavor? WWE ice cream bar. It's <laughs> not a flavor. It's a they vanilla. need to bring that back. Do they not understand that it's a gold mine waiting? Okay. Not every fucking fat kid is gonna run down the. Every ice cream wrestling man. fan would love WWE ice cream bars. Listen, ice cream bars were the greatest thing. I gave them up a long time ago. Because they stopped <laughs> making them. Yeah, the first time I had an ice cream bar was at David's house, though. A WWF ice cream bar. First time I had it, I was probably like three years old, and I went to the ice cream man. I, don't even I always used to get pissed they didn't sell them in stores. It made no sense. Well, yeah. I they could have sold them in stores to make me even more money. They sold them at the, the market for Good Humor. Like Good Humor's store. Like I there. didn't even know Good Humor had a store. They didn't have like a store, but like a place to buy their stuff for like ice cream men. Right. How come there's never an ice cream woman? I don't know. What song would they play? I don't know. Life stuff. <laughs> I said that twice on the show this week. You should have put that. Uh, did you ever put that on the show? Yeah. Okay. It opened the show once and nobody commented about it. Really? Nobody did commented even, about it. Did they even understand what was happening? I don't know. I don't know if By they the knew way, that the was Mike Brandon Fr- calling. The Mike Francesa call. That was Brandon. I don't even know if they knew who Mike out. Francesa was. They're all from New York. They should have heard of They're them. They're not all from New York. I have listeners from Australia. Not I have all listeners from, from New York, but United you know, Kingdom. A good amount are from New York. I, my listeners are worldwide. Okay. I apologize. We have over 17,000 listeners but the ones, worldwide. Yeah. But uh, the ones from New York should at least have heard of Mike Francesa. But whatever. Uh, long time timekeeper 
for WWE, Mark Yeaton. And was, even more important, Stone Cold Beer. Uh, yeah, the only man. person that would toss Stone Cold his beer was released by WWE. What's Stone Cold going to do when he comes back? He's been with them for decades. He's going to have to get his own beer. And it's really surprising to see this. I, uh, I can't believe Stone Cold let this happen. I guess it's budget cuts. I don't know. I really I don't understand I'm how... I'm just the guy make that it's a budget cut. Well, he's been with them decades. I'm sure he's gotten raised over the year. Maybe he just... Re- he didn't retire. They fired him. I guess. I don't Maybe know. Maybe he was like forced into retirement. I think he's got a, uh, a son or a nephew or something doing this now. A new timekeeper? Cody Rhodes' cousin. What? Yeah, I think it's Cody Rhodes. I think his... How are they related? I think Mark Ye- Mark Eaton's wife or something is... His dusty sister? Something like that. I don't know how it works. Maybe his mother... Yeah, I don't know. Cody's mother's sister or something? I don't know how it works. So I think that's how there's a family relation somewhere there. But, uh, yeah, wish you the best in your future endeavors there. So that's literally outside the ring. Yeah. On August 25th, Monday Night Raw will be going head-to-head with the Emmy Awards. It's my birthday. Nobody cares. And for the first Nobody's time... Nobody's going to ever tweet Mark and I on August 25th and say, Happy Birthday, Mike. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Were you Elvis? The, for the first time, Don't I can actually the watch building. the Emmys. And no, have, Monday Night Raw is on. And have a rooting interest. Monday Night Raw is on. Why? Because Game of Thrones and everything? Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. You should watch Orange is the New Black. That's where the that's where everyone's winning an Emmy this year. Uh, well, Brian Cranston's going to win Best Actor. He always wins. Peter Dinklage is going to win Best Supporting Actor. Why Game are you giving spoilers right now? Why are you giving I think they're more like predictions. No, because you have that Dorian. DeLorean. DeLorean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Yeah, so they're going head-to-head with the Emmys. I don't know how much it's going to affect Monday Night Raw, because typically... How come Raw... Didn't Raw used to win Emmys? I don't think so. There's like, no way. Not on air. Like, like they a have daytime Emmys, Emmy? They have Emmy? Emmys that, like, don't... They don't give out on the show. Like a daytime Emmy. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I really do think just just because of Bray Wyatt alone, his promos and everything should win Emmys or something. Yeah. But I guess you have to submit them to become to become I Emmys. I feel like but Monday Night Raw has won an Emmy in the past. I don't think so. There's no For way. Like and I feel like maybe sports entertainment the reason why if they, that they don't submit their stuff for Emmys is maybe because then, then they would... Uh, I guess be admitting that they're not a sport. That they're a show? Yeah. I guess. They should also... That'd be funny if they were, like, up for an Emmy and an ESPY. Are are they up for ESPYs, though? No, I'm saying it'd be funny, like, if they did both. Because then they could be like, well, we're a sport. Yeah, well, we're sports entertainment. I I think... I really do... I mean, they should get awards for other stuff. I don't know. They should have wrestling awards. Except... They do. It's the Slammies. No, no, no. I was thinking, like, the PWI, uh, they used to have, like, those awards at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, but, there, again, there's no other real competition anymore, so. Yeah. Well, uh, here's something you could, uh, talk about. Speaking of competition, Global Force Wrestling, that's Jeff Jarrett's promotion, which you were on the show, I guess, when we spoke about it the last time. Or yeah, the very and, uh, first time, probably. Jim Ross was rumored to be involved. Yeah, which I guess he's not involved with at all, but they recently partnered up with World Wrestling Professionals which is a company based out of South Africa. And they run shows throughout Africa and India. They're the largest... Does a key in the African dream have anything to do with it? I don't think so. Uh, I I didn't know there was wrestling in South Africa. Yeah. 
Yeah, big, big fucking... Yeah, it's a big wrestling uh, spot. Yeah, Africa in general has a lot of wrestling. Yeah. Where's Nigeria? Is that... That's in Africa. But like, Africa, South Africa? South Africa is the name of the country. Yeah, but... It... Oh, okay, that's... <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that, too. I was great in global. Global. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so... Is it Nigeria is not in South Africa. There's different parts of, I mean, there's countries, right? Nigeria, South Africa, like Cape Town, South Africa, where Justin Gabriel's from. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that's where the great powerful Udi is from. Whoever that is. Yeah, there was a whole Nigerian, like, tour of wrestlers, and they were, like, almost got killed and shit. They were really? held there. Yeah, it was on the news and everything. It was, like, uh, Luke Gallows, you know him? Yeah. It was uh, Cole Cabana, another wrestler. I know Cole Cabana. Cliff Compton. Domino? Him, I don't know. Domino. Yeah, Domino. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's that. Uh, yeah, so GFW, they already announced uh, partnerships with AAA in Mexico, as well as New Japan Pro Wrestling. And you said Toby Keith was involved in this also? I think he might be. I think. I'm not sure. But uh, they're also partnered up with uh, top promotions in the United Kingdom, Germany, and Ireland. So... Only one could wonder what kind of empire Jeff Jarrett's slowly building. This could actually be the death of TNA. It, yeah, well, that would be a good riddance because it's like, you're going to kick me out of a company I started? Right. Or at least his dad started? Him and his father started this company in 2000. Jerry, Jerry has no involvement in the new one? Nope. And I guess Jeff Jarrett's still on payroll or something as a consultant or something. I have no idea what it is. I don't think you it's can open hearsay. up your own company if you're on... You know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you could. I'm, I'm on a pretty sure they would be company. pretty pissed and they would just, like, take you off the payroll. Well, what what do you what would you hope for out of this? Out of Global Force Wrestling? A, a legitimate competition for WWE. Like, say, Kurt Angle. Everybody wants one more match of Kurt Angle or it's, uh, one more run in WWE for Kurt Angle. What if he goes Which, to Global Force Wrestling? Well, I mean, you're talking to somebody that is like a classic mark so I'd love to see Kurt Angle back in WWE but I mean yeah Kurt Angle would be good in what is it Global Wrestling Force? Global Force Wrestling Global Force Wrestling yeah yeah who, would, who else would you like to see in GFW well the people in TNA that you still care about like uh, what do they call the Dudleys nowadays They're Team, Team 3D. 3D Team 3D yeah, I want to see them in WWE Kev yeah I don't know. They're, they're getting inducted to the TNA Hall of Fame this year. Yeah? Yeah, Kurt Angle's inducted. I didn't know TNA had a Hall of Fame. Yeah, there's three people in it. Two people in it so far. I was going to guess Sting. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was... I Jeff know. Jarrett? No, Kurt Angle. Oh, Kurt Angle. Yeah. Not Which Hogan? Is, nah. Isn't it weird that Kurt Angle's been in TNA longer than he was than in WWE? Really? Yeah. Yes, that's really weird. That Time. Is. Time's not on your side here. Time <laughs> flies by. I was watching something... My stuff. From 2005. <laughs> and I can't believe 2005 is almost 10 years ago. It's crazy. The we're only, getting old. Soon the we're going to be... Get the, the, soon the, we're going to be 45. Soon. If I make it. Relatively soon. But the older you get, the more time flies. Yeah. But I guess that's that's the second half of marking out. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. Yeah, I don't... I mean, we really don't have much, much else to talk about. I guess I'll say any shameless... Wait, what about SummerSlam? 
Oh, yeah, that's right. I thought you were joking. <laughs> completely. It's here in my notes, too, and I completely forgot. Yeah, so SummerSlam's coming up, the biggest party of the summer, I guess. Uh, and being that Mike likes old wrestling and shit, I was like, let's do a list of five matches well, that we all, enjoyed. First of all, since WWE.com released their list of the top 25 SummerSlam I said matches, to Mike, I said to Mike that we should make a list of our like five Matches that we enjoyed watching at SummerSlam. So he's like, now nah, I'm going to do a list of 40 matches that I actually... That's not what I did. Yes, you did. You took 40... You took you took forty own 25. And you took 40 matches. And I cut it into and 25. And cut it into 25, and you're going to give the top five. I'm not giving a top five. I enjoy a lot more than these matches. And well, I do too. No, I made, a, I made my own top 25, okay? I'm going to give the top five on the show... And if you want to see the full list, it'll be posted on the website. It, it might be posted. It will on be posted. It might on be posted. I can't guarantee you that. The only problem is, it only goes up to 2003, because <laughs> after that, I didn't care. But for you classic wrestling fans, you guys should enjoy the list. Well, I should probably say and my. Also, if it is posted, which it better be, I'd love to hear some of your feedback on it. If you de- agree or disagree, or where you would rank some of these matches. No one's gonna. I'm not gonna post it. Uh, I'm not gonna post it. So do I have text to go David. Directly to Dave? You're gonna have to go directly to Dave. I don't know if his. Yeah, I don't know if his injury. Dwayne is him. Johnson yet or what? <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna give my my list of uh, just five matches that I enjoyed. Not top five. Not in any order because the, there's many matches. Like I said, TLC. I don't have it listed here. It was a great match. You don't have that listed. I, it's just other matches that I enjoyed. Right. Well, I do have a TLC match here actually. I'll start with that one, I guess. And uh, in uh, 2009, the for the world heavyweight championship, Jeff Hardy was champion versus CM Punk in a TLC match. That was a good match. I enjoyed their feud in 2009. Uh, I'm yawning. Yeah. I also have Team WWE, which consisted of John Cena, Edge, Chris Jericho, R-Truth, John Morrison, Bret Hart in 2010, and uh, the returning Daniel Bryan to uh, take on the Nexus, which was Wade Barrett, Justin Gabriel, Heath Slater, David Otunga, Skip Sheffield, who's now Ryback, Michael Tarver, and Darren Young. Why don't they just save that for Survivor Series? I don't know. It, it was a seven-on-seven elimination match. Sounds like a Survivor Series. It was uh, the Nexus. They, they ripped house. They tore house. Did you ever see that or no? The no. Nexus completely like ran shit on Raw one night, and like they beat up everybody. And uh, Daniel Bryan... Ended up choking Justin Roberts with a tie and got fired. And everyone week after week was ch- chanting for Daniel Bryan. And then at SummerSlam, they surprised everyone and they brought Daniel Bryan back. And sweet. So he was even, he was over even then. Yeah, 2010. Yeah, um, that was a good match. And uh, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio in that ladder match to determine the custody of Dominic at SummerSlam 05. It's a hell of a stipulation. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a, it worked for the time being. Well, I mean, Eddie, somebody needed custody of the kid. I mean, Eddie only had uh, another month or two after that. Yeah, well, he passed away. No, was it August? So because uh, well, the whole match that started was Eddie was was Dominic's Is father. Is that when Vicky got involved? Yeah, Vicky was involved. No, but that when she first got involved. I think so. Yeah, but it's funny because it's like Dominic is like a spinning image of Ray. Basically. Really? Basically, yeah. So it's Ray's kid? Yeah, it's Ray's kid. What do you think? It's Eddie's kid? That was a storyline. Oh. Are you kidding me right now? How would I know? 
You really thought that Dominic was Eddie Guerrero's son? I don't even know the match. Dominic is Rey Mysterio's son. He's got a tattoo of his name on his bicep. Again, I haven't seen Rey Mysterio really. I mean, I've seen him, but I don't really know his tattoos. Oh my goodness. Good gracious. Another match that I have on my list uh, was for the Hardcore Championship at SummerSlam 2000. Shane O'Mac, Shane McMahon was champion, taking on Steve Blackman. Uh, this was the, the match versus test was better. I don't think so. I think it was. No, and here's why I'm not gonna. I'm not the the Greenwich. The what was it? Fight. What was it called? The Greenwich like keeper or oh, it was a lover or leave, leave lover or leave her match. Yeah, which it was like a, a quick match. It was like five minute match. Nah, but I think it was a little longer than that. But Shane McMahon versus Steve Blackman was the one where Shane climbs up the the entrance way. And Steve Blackman also climbs up the entranceway, and Steve Blackman smacks him with the kendo stick, and Shane falls from all the way on top of the entranceway. But that's not the one where he jumped off the Titantron. He falls off the Titantron. Yeah, but like the famous moment where he's like, where he goes like that and fucking jumps off. Yeah, that's the big show, right? That he was facing. But but this one, he falls off. Yeah, boom. It was a good match. And Steve Blackman then proceeds to jump off and out and drop an elbow drop on him. Yeah, that was amazing. Shane was like the like king of spots. Yeah, I, I man, I wish he wasn't that forty years old or whatever. It's crazy, right? It's so crazy. He's gray. He's probably got white hair by now. It's also like you never like would have expected like the son of the boss of the company, somebody who like never really wrestled before, doing all these crazy things. Yeah, I get, but I guess he was trying to get his own like. Yeah, but I mean, you have to have some what was it testicular fortitude. Yeah, some cojones. Some grapefruits. And then the uh, the last match that I have on my list is the unsanctioned street fight at SummerSlam 2002. HBK picked up the victory. Uh, Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. It was HBK's return match after being out since, what, 97? 98. Not, well, 97, not wrestling. WrestleMania uh, 14 was, was 98. 98. Yeah. Okay, so 98 without wrestling, and he did. He, he was, was there the 99. 99. He was then... the commish. Okay. And then uh, he was also he was the special referee at the first SmackDown. Yeah, with a beautiful people's elbow, right? That was the sliding people's elbow, or no? No, that was not that. No, that's when that was against Shane McMahon. I'm thinking of the people's elbow, boom, super kick, switch in music to the rock. Right, that was the ending. And then like, and then actually, I remember thinking when I was a kid that that was going to lead to Shawn being back in another like a DX reunion, but nothing ever came of it. Well. You outlived uh, many DX reunions. Yeah, now I have. But, uh, alright, so I'm going to give you, like I said, the top five of my list. And uh, for the rest of the list, you could hopefully go on to markingout.com. But, number five, I have Brett versus Owen in the cage match at 94 for the WWF title. It was an amazing match. We, we now say WWE Championship. But no, at the time it was the WWE Championship. Well, no, I, I, I'm going to correct you and say WWE Championship on the show. I don't want any letters from them. Okay. It's funny, though, because the ones that were actually, when it was WWE, I wrote WWE. And when it was WWF, I wrote WWF, which I guess I can't say. But any match between Brett and Owen was great. But this was obviously one of their best, uh, best meetings. Number four, I have Sean versus Razor. The ladder match in 95, which I actually think was better than the WrestleMania ladder match. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, did you think this was better than... Yeah, I did. Um, I, but why, what made it more 
What made it better to you? Just, I don't know. Well, first of all, they, they were both... Shawn Michaels was more matured as a wrestler. Because it's very different. Because at WrestleMania 10, obviously, it's the first. Nobody... I'm sure they've done ladder matches before that. Brett just not Sean. What? There was a ladder match, Brett versus Sean, that happened before that. But, like, the first, like, the big... Yeah, no, it was the first, like, mainstream ladder match. The one in 95, I just thought they had better chemistry. And it was Madison Square Garden. Yeah, but the match itself, I thought, was better. They had better chemistry. I, th- I liked the spots more. And Sean won, which I was a big Shawn Michaels fan. But I put that at number four. Number three, I have, um, I gotta find it. Uh, oh, the TLC at 2000, which was... Which was a great match. Yeah, like one of the greatest matches. Dudley, uh, Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys, and, and Edge and Christian. Christian. Yeah. First of... Uh, that was the first TLC ever, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was a really good one. Uh, number two, I have uh, British Bulldog versus Brett at uh, 1992 in Wimbledon. Seriously, like, one of the greatest matches of all time. Wimbledon? Yeah. W- wasn't w- it Wembley? Wembley? <laughs> Wimbledon? Yeah, I think it was Wembley, wasn't it? Maybe. They're both over there, aren't they? Yeah, they've gone up on it. Maybe it is Wembley. I think I it's know. Wembley. All right, well, Wembley. I'm sorry. But one of the greatest matches of all time. That was definitely British Bulldog's best match that he ever had. I kind of liked him versus The Rock with the dog shit. <laughs> into the dog poo! Into the dog poo! He said dog poo like 20 times. That's still yeah, one of the funniest did, videos. Yeah. Into the dog poo! It was a terrible joke. And he's still with WWE. Sure. That's the amazing part. Michael Cole. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, I guess that's why it's a terrible Jim Ross impression. <laughs> and, uh, oh, you thought it was Jim Ross. Yeah, because you're like, go oh, into, the, into the dog no, poop, into Mr. the dog poop. You know, last time I was on, you guys made me do a Jim Ross impersonation. Yeah, it was terrible. Thanks. How was it? What'd I'm you do? What'd you say? I don't remember You what have to. Fans, it was seven months ago. Fans don't remember. By God! Stone Cold! Does Why do your voice go higher? Because that's how... Jim Ross doesn't talk like that. My God. When he's excited. My God. My God. Yeah, I don't know. Adios, <laughs> And uh, number one overall best SummerSlam match of all time, 1991. Brett In Hart your opinion. Versus Mr. Perfect. Now, WWE's list, they had Brett vs. Perfect 2 and Brett vs. Bulldog 1. It's pretty close. It could be interchangeable, but I just personally like Mr. Perfect a lot, uh, more than the Bulldog at least. And I picked that as number one match. For the full list, you could check out MarkingOut.com. You keep saying that, but it's not guaranteed that it's going it to happen. be there. Leave questions, it's comments. It's not a guaranteed what, Where thing. you would have put certain matches I'm telling on the list you, it's not a guaranteed for you. Thing. Don't you could definitely go to markingout.com and check out for past you classic wrestling fans. You guys would like this list because, like I said, it covers from 1989 to 2003. Even though I did watch 04 and 1988, but none of those made it on 88. Yeah, no, 88. Do you uh, do you have any shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. Yeah. So uh, as everybody knows, Dave each week gives a shameless plug to everybody who uh, tells their followers on Twitter to uh, follow us and listen to our show and whatever. Uh, Plug us during Monday Night Raw. We'll plug you. He'll plug you. Everybody plugs everybody. Uh, So up (laughs) first... That's how Dave got in trouble. Yeah. Up first we have at RohitCR2K. Uh, We have at TheAlleyCat1122. We have at ReverseNMSage at the PTE show, 
We also have at NYWC underscore sign guy, at Evan Bordner one, at Jobber Nation, at President Bits, and at Justin DeRosa three sixteen. So uh, definitely follow them all on Twitter. Uh, and if you guys want to hear your name on the show, uh, shout us out there in uh, Monday Night Raw, and we'll definitely get your name out there. We definitely appreciate everybody. And uh, I guess you could you could take my my other shameless plug that I got written up there for you. All right. Well, uh, the Sanctuary has another event on Sunday, August seventeenth, at three p.m. Uh, the address is one seventy two North Wyoming Street in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. You'll be able to meet former boxing champion Terrible Tim Witherspoon, and there will be a live performance by Nick Coyle. After the event, you can stick around to watch SummerSlam. Check them out at facebook.com slash sanctuarypa and follow them on Twitter at sanctuarypropa for more details. Yeah, definitely check out that show. It's uh, two Sundays from now. Uh, Like you said, you can stick around, watch SummerSlam live after the event. should be a great show, great time, great friends, great drink, great food, great eat. Now you're you're just ripping off of uh, Dave & Buster's. Why? What is theirs? Good eat, good drink, good play or something like that. Is it? Yeah. That's terrible. Uh, Brandon. It was okay when you thought of it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> They're a giant company. Okay. I'm just the world's largest online listening experience. Now, I thought you were the only one. Yeah, because we're the only one. That's why we're the largest. Oh, like WWE. No, because they're not the only one. They're, they're not the only one. So don't you... You should ask me a question now, or... I should. Like Brandon, do you have any... Hey, Brandon. Do you have any... Shout out? Do you want a cracker as well, Polly? Jesus. What the fuck? Listen to Brandon's shout outs, because when there are shout outs... <laughs> there's honey. Uh, first, first shout out. Nope, I gotta sneeze, I think. <laughs> I don't know. It's... <laughs> I don't know if I have to sneeze or not. It's not. It's like it's like you're at that stage where you might have to sneeze. Where if you keep talking or look up, you're gonna sneeze. Okay, I'm. Don't good. you hate when a good sneeze goes away? Yeah, but in this case, no. Because first shout out goes to this week's stop on the tour. That being John Fogarty and Jackson Brown. It's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's not. It's gone. It's gone again. Mm-hmm. So who'd you go see that show with? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, I don't have to sneeze anymore. Uh, you went, obviously. Oh, you know, right. like I don't have to introduce you. Like I, when I when I say you could speak about this as well, it's because you were there. Like I don't. But it was uh, such a killer show. Great uh, show. Great it show. Started at seven thirty and went to about eleven thirty. Yeah, it was a really long concert. You know what it was? It was like two concerts put together. Usually the opener they don't play as, as long as Jackson Brown did. Yeah, Jackson Brown I think did like. 16 songs maybe he was on for like an hour and a half Fogarty did 26 they came out and did a duet which was cool which was left off the live album they're both and they're both still amazing you were talking about earlier how you know uh, older musicians Fogarty sounds exactly the same to me it's not exactly the same but it's still like that same voice yeah which seriously go see these guys for those of you that don't know John Fogarty is the singer of Creedence Clearwater Revival yeah just so you guys know yeah Definitely just goes and it, and I think it's his brother that looks like one of them from the from the band looks like the the drawing on the respect the beard Daniel Bryan shirt. 
they, they look like he. One of them looked like Daniel Bryan. I think it might be his brother. I'm not too sure. That's very interesting. But uh, the next one is an anti shout out uh, to DJs that charge so much money for people to see them just push buttons on a stage and play music. Isn't your brother a DJ? But he doesn't fucking sit there and play music, like push a button and play music. What does he do? He like sits there mixing songs and shit. Like Questlove is a great DJ. Oh. DJ Pauly D. Because they mix. not. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> that, that to now me... Now where did this come from, this anti-shout out? I was watching a clip on YouTube and Avicii was on stage and he was literally just pushing a, a button. Pushing a button and people were like, oh my god, I'm seeing Avicii! Oh my god, pass me the drugs at EDM. I'm going to take drugs and hallucinate while I'm listening to Avicii. And fucking David Guetta and whatever all these people names are. Like, yeah, Avicii may be a cool producer and everything, but at that performance that people probably paid tons of money to see him, he's sitting on stage, push button, song plays. Song ends, push button, song plays. It's ridiculous. To me, that doesn't take any skill, and it's a ripoff, but go see the real artists that sing those songs, like Aloe Block, or whatever his name is, and the guy from the band, the, what is it? I can't even think of the band now. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, but go see the real artists. And last but not least, actually, you know, last, definitely least. Absolutely fucking least. Lower than a garbage dump. Does that mean this is another anti-shout-out? Yes. Another anti-shout-out going to Nicki Minaj. Because I heard her new single, and it's pure fucking garbage. Well, I find most new music to be pure garbage. But it's not. It's pure pure garbage. So please stop making making this person famous. <laughs> Seriously, just stop buying her shit. Stop listening to her shit. Stop illegally downloading her shit. Stop talking about her. Stop looking at her. You're talking about her right now. Yes, but for the last, hopefully, time. You contradict yourself a lot. It's not. No, don't talk about her in after, like the sense of... After you're done talking about don't her. Don't talk about her in the sense of, oh my god, she's queen. It's ridiculous. Get off her high horse. You put her on a pedestal. It's horse shit. She's not good. Read her lyrics. Listen to them. It's pathetic. You done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I guess it's uh, it's time for our Markout Moment of the Week. That is right. Our Markout Moment of the Week this week absolutely has to be the fact that Heath Slater was main event in Monday Night Raw, baby. And he won. He picked up the victory. I don't care how the victory came about. He won the main event of Monday Night Raw. Of WWE Monday Night Raw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the markout moment of the week. Mike, you have a personal one, I guess, that you want to make mention of? Yeah, well, my favorite band is Led Zeppelin. And uh, like I said, I his, saw... His favorite band is Led Zeppelin, just and, so everybody knows. And I saw Robert Plant last year. Well, he I, already mentioned that he saw Robert Plant last year, but... And I've been dying to see him again, and he just announced a North American tour, and we actually got tickets, so that was my markout moment of the week. That's a pretty eventful uh, markout moment of the week. Thank you so much for everybody who tuned in. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I don't see why you wouldn't. 
So, <laughs> so uh, I mean, it's probably on par to my solo episode from one year ago exactly today. Uh, but thank you so much, everybody, for submitting questions, comments. If you want to be a musical interlude, you could email us at uh, markingout1 at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. You could follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. You could follow us on Twitter at MarkingOut, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, YouTube. Uh, any other plug? I don't even know. I'm terrible at this. Dave's probably laughing his ass off, being like, oh, wow, I love hearing him struggle. But that was the show. Thank you. I said that already. Uh, thank you for hosting, Mike. No problem. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for watching wrestling you don't really tune into anymore. Yeah, but I always like being on. Yeah, so uh, thanks so much. And we wish you the... Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a great week. So, uh, Pancake Friday? Pancakes? Get pancakes now? No? Pancakes? Only if they have chocolate chips. Goodbye, friend.